Yeah. Um, Man, it's nothing makes you feel better than recovering after feeling bad. Well, that's that's probably you, true. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about stating the obvious. Well, I'm no, it's not obvious though because what we think of as our normal baseline for feeling okay is it's comparative, right? And if it's been a while since you've been sick, you'd get used to just like, oh, I'm feeling fine, like whatever, everything's all right, I guess, whatever. But when you feel ill, it's like, bam! Hey, remember how much you liked that normal baseline? You're like, ah! And then you get better again, and you're like, yes! Feeling normal is awesome! Yeah. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. I've been bumping yeah, into a lot of people it. recently. You what? And they're like, I'm not really very well, I'm ill, and I'm like, stay away. I've got, I don't need that now. Yeah, really? I like where I am. Seized. <laughs> there you go. What, up, Step Jim? <laughs> what, what are you gonna do? We all Stay ready? well. Wear a mask. <laughs> yeah, really. yeah, wear a mask, man. You need one of those Michael Jackson incubation chamber all things, right, and I can try and say that with my teeth in. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, yo, to the veteran gamers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about. Boring. Reviews and an indie pick. Stew story time and Chinese game breakers. Here comes Duke with the soundbite savior. He's got a heartbreaking decision to make about whether his best friend lives or dies. It's the veteran gamers. Here comes the Sega man. Yeah, shut up, kid. Switch Stop trying to make so fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Yo. Whoa, whoa, what the hell is going on? What do you mean, what's going on? We're starting the show what? Did, what? You, you just, bleed, just out of the blue, just start playing the bloody theme music. What the hell's going on? Wait around forever, then it'll never happen. Jesus Christ did almighty, you, man. I mean, you just like... You, bleed, you just like all songs oh. over to start complaining. Jesus Christ. I mean, I'm all at sixes and sevens now, man. I'm not, I'm not used to that. What's going on? I used to have a bit of rambling are first, and then all of a sudden you just start playing the bloody music, man. What's happening? Are you not ready? Well, I guess I'll have to be now. Okay, let's start. <laughs> Hello. Here we go. Here comes the song. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. We need to... Oh, uh, hello and welcome to episode 303 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 303. You see, Chinny, what happens? You go away. At first, it's cute and fun, and it just gets worse every week, and eventually, it'll all fall apart. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. And I am Fraser. Oh, oh God, it is Chinny. It doesn't get any worse. Chinny is here. I think that's the first time we've ever done that correctly. <laughs> it was Probably. awesome. <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I've got to say, I think it was, I'm trying to think now, was it Thursday? I think it was Thursday night, my phone rang. And Chinny, it's like, Chinny, I used you. And like, hey, Chinny, what's the matter? And he's like, oh, you know, uh, I've got I've got shit to do this week. I mean, this is how, how he said, I've got shit to do this weekend. Right. And I said, what, what do you mean? Oh, well, you know, like the house thing. I'm like, oh, God, is, is it this again? Freaking out. Do you know what? It's like you'd think no one else had ever owned a house. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, really. Quite, when people uh, in our house, we didn't, I didn't call you and say, oh, I can't make it to the podcast. Now, granted, no. that was because we didn't do the podcast back then, but still. <laughs> still. I mean, Jesus Christ, talk about excuses, excuses, right? And then he's going like, 
oh yeah you know because you know i've got to move a sofa and stuff and then i'm just going to be knackered I've, what one sofa Serious? wipes them out oh, oh, tell you, seriously you should get i think you need to get drones to move his sofa i don't know about drones but i think he needs to put his hands in his pants and find his balls you know what i'm uh, saying uh, this you is need to write him up with a warning just being a worst thing i know I know. So hopefully, hopefully, he should, he should be back next week. Maybe his house movie won't. Will be finished. You know, maybe he'll finally have got in his house, and he'll stop moaning. Yeah, yeah. In the meantime, we have someone awesome filling in. We do. Welcome, Fraser. That's very kind. No, it's Fraser. Fraser. Sorry. I hate it. Fraser. Fraser. Right. Fraser. I quite often He's hear laser. people call you yeah. Frasier, right? right. And it, it pisses me off hearing people call you that, so it must piss you off when people do it. I think after however many decades it's been, I've started to get just a little bit numb to it. Yeah, probably. <laughs> hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling, tossed salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes. <laughs> You that see, phrase See, now that is where it's all come from. See, before that yeah. TV show came out, no problems. <laughs> and I'll bet, right? You, before you came on the show, you didn't realize how spontaneous Duke really is with those sound bites. Spontaneous. I, you know what? I had uh, after three hundred episodes, I never, <laughs> I never guessed he was that spontaneous. <laughs> Tell you, it's just amazing. <laughs> not um, life, yes. just says I'm not spontaneous in real life. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I have got a story, but it's about Chinny. Who cares? By the way, it's a story about Chinny. Who cares? All right. My favorite time. It's story time. Story, story time. There is some sad news regarding Chinny, regardless of the fact he's not on the show tonight. Uh, but he can't do Extra Life this year. Neither can I. No, no, he can't do <laughs> it. I never can. And he said he is very disappointed. He did want to do it, but he's just got shit to do. <laughs> he better have some epic story time when he gets back. <laughs> That's what he said. He's just got shit. To... No, he's, he's, he's actually, unfortunately, well, good for him, I guess. But unfortunately for Extra Life, he is uh, working that weekend. He's got to go and film a football match. Yeah. Uh-huh. So for I think it's Aston Villa. He does a yeah, lot of filming. Uh-huh. So, yeah. So he's yeah. he's working. He's working as a lad. He's earning his crust to pay his mortgage. I guess so. And all that sort of See, stuff. See, Heights of Aston Villa. On this show. Yeah. Buy the Snot Burglar. Go to snotburglar.com and put in the access code Veteran Gamers. Pipe down out there, Duchess. There you go. Yeah. Brilliant. That's not part of the access code. No, I'm sure it isn't. I'm sure it isn't. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, without further ado, uh, Fraser, have you got a story? Because if you come on the show, you've got to have a story of some description. My favourite time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's my favourite time, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it's not so much a story. I'm in a very busy week weekend this week. We had Obviously, we had Halloween, which was yesterday. Oh, yeah. And, well, well, what did uh, you dress those, up as? I didn't dress up. I'm uh, old and crotchety. I don't do that. <laughs> but uh, I've set... We, Dressed up the kids and sent them out, and they did the trick or treats. My son was a zombie soldier, which seemed to be very popular. Steve from Game Hunters, his son did zombie soldier too. And my wife steal it from him, or did he steal it from you? Neither, neither of us knew. Whatever. And uh, (laughs) that's that's what he said anyway. Stop trying to cover for your buddy. And 
my wife, uh, my wife, my daughter was a uh, huntress. Hang on, wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's, my that's... wife. There you go. My wife. <laughs> uh, so I, Hunter, but I always like have the duty of. Uh, I'm always staying at home, handing out the candy, doing the door doorman thing. I shouldn't really dress up, to scare the kids, but I didn't. Uh, so you don't, so you don't do the turning off of the lights and pretending you're not in thing then. No. Let no, me ask you this, no. Fraser. Do you notice that the kids are getting more gutsy as time goes on? It seems to me they got more nerve these days. I go out with the bowl. They're looking in the bowl, like trying to see what's in there. And one of them was like, "Ooh, Twix! Give me a Twix!" I was like, "Damn! I you look? I'm giving you anything, kids. Shut up." <laughs> Twix, that's Premier League, that is. That's, well, good, that's good candy. See, this is a left Do you know what? bowl right here. <laughs> Do you know what? I bet the kids around where Duke live dirty each other to go and knock on his door. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? My wife's not <laughs> friendly, so... They... Go and knock on Eric's door, he'll shout at you and everything when he gives you candy. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine I do that? We... What? What do you yeah. want? I should go out like, what do you want? Like, trick or treat? What does that mean? Why are you saying that? Why are you dressed in costume? Get off my porch. Uh, well, the kids are very civilized around here, and uh, that was good. I had one one kid sort of put this hand in the bowl, and then and that took another one, and another one sort of had to be stopped. She, she was only like about three. A kid would so. did you have a hand? Even her hand a good slap. That's what so he should have done. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't think so. So and then t- and then reach in his bag. As soon as he reaches in your bowl, you reach in his bag and just be like, well, if you take mine, I take yours. Dance party at you. <laughs> it should be like this. Mm, greedy. <laughs> That's what you should have done. Sorted that kid out. So that, we, that was good. And we also my it's my daughter's birthday today, and it was Hi. my son's birthday on Friday. So we're, we're three days of madness. Yeah. Oh yes. So is it story story related? Anyway, today we took the kids to Toys R Us and said, spend some of that money. <laughs> and uh, spend it they did, and, and my son uh, invested in amiibos. We had the first amiibos cross the oh, threshold yeah. into our house today. So, what? It, so, what's your opinion on amiibos? Then, what do you think of these things? I, I mean, it's just more money to throw at something. I'm, I'm not really one. I can't bring myself to collect it. But if my son wants to spend his birthday money on them, who am I to dissuade him from the Star Wars toys to buy amiibos? Um, so he was. Jeff I mean, did he guide, did he do the, the did he do the other ones? What Skylanders? Did he do all that stuff as well? Yeah, he did Skylanders. He was into that, but he's not a big. He didn't go ma- massive into collecting them or anything. So I think he's just got a few of them now. He's always had his eye on them, and he's got a couple now. And maybe he'll find out how worthless they really are. The Yoshi. He bought a Yoshi Woolly one though. It's adorable. Uh, you see, I just that don't get this. Need. So Yoshi and apparently there's dance party at me I try dance party at you you throw dance party at me brilliant uh, that was totally random um <laughs> you see I don't but, but I've completely lost my train of thought now good Duke is, derail, <laughs> Duke is derailing the podcast as we speak oh, um yeah. <laughs> what I was going to ask is though what what did he actually do with the games? Because I believe that the Amiibos aren't that good. The uh, Skylanders, it sort of has more interaction with the game than an Amiibo does. What does he do? Well, I'm not sure that Skylanders really do that much either. I mean, they activate a character within the game that you're not going to be able to activate unless you have the $15 piece of plastic. 
I just think, yeah, I think you have these amiibos, and then, you know, depending on which game you've got loaded up, you can grab your Yoshi amiibo and you place it onto the Wii pad, and it'll activate something in the game, and it gives you a bit of extra content. Um, the big thing, I think, is just collecting them. You know, they're, they're characters that mean a lot to people who've played the games, and they love having them. I think that makes sense. I mean, I don't think we should make fun of people who are into collecting things like this. No! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we we all know there's a few people out there who are all over this big time, right? Who am I to judge, you know? You are, you're Fraser Moore. You're, you're supposed to judge nerds. I do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> As yeah. Do you know, I don't think I collect anything. I collect I books. I, I used to collect key rings as a kid. I had loads of key rings for some weird reason. Uh-uh. My daughter collects anything that's Volkswagen camper van related. She's into all of that stuff, but... How know. did she get into that? I don't know. She's just got this thing about Volkswagen camper vans, so she has them <laughs> on a wall. And that's not not, not real ones, mind you, because they're quite big. Um, she has, like, the Lego camper van. She built that two Christmases ago, and... You know, whenever she sees anything with a camper van on it, she just wants it. It's really odd. Just... Well, she said when Is she's old, she's bad going... thing? You... No, 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 no. A cat, right. It... That's that's something completely different. A Volkswagen camper van. Have you seen one of these? You must have seen a Volkswagen camper van. Well, I've seen Volkswagen, like, buses. Yeah, like no. the old 60s camper van. <clears throat> no, the the original camper vans were they they are cool. I bet it looks a lot like the thing in in Breaking Bad. It's just no, a little it different. Like, it looks no, absolutely no, it's totally different. Dude. It, it looks nothing like <laughs> the thing in Breaking Bad. <laughs> absolutely nothing. Let me nothing. search on uh, camper van <laughs> on Google. Yeah, you search Volkswagen camper van. It is nothing like the Breaking Bad one, but they are cool, and the you know surf. They're like very much associated with surfers and stuff like that. But she's insisting that she's gonna have one when she's old enough to drive. So who knows? So we'll see. And I said, I've yeah, just, uh, I just tweeted straight away. Actually, Stuart, this thing. a post card I have on my desk. So if you check Twitter, there's oh, and oh, Eric, you can do that. Yeah, I'm that's how. Quick week work in this industry. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yes, that's how fast we, how fast we work. Did you tweet it at us, or did you just tweet it? Just tweeted it. Uh, you see, I don't, I don't know what this bus thing yeah. on the God. stream. Oh yeah, camper van. There you go. It's a bus. So you VW bus. No, it's a camper van. Okay, fine. You call it a camper van. We call it a VW bus. I know exactly what you're talking about. Case closed. The end. You have to give me uh, Millie's uh, your address, and we'll send Millie the postcard. She yes, you can do that. It's uh, yeah, I'll do that after the show. <laughs> just, just say it. Oh, no, give, give, send us your give us your uh, address and bank details now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Super. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, they're, they're cool though, aren't they? They are cool. So anyway, that's what that's what she collects. Well, I don't collect anything really. Venereal diseases. Video video games. I collect loads of those on Steam. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Right. Uh, well, if that's as much of a story that you're going to tell, that's fine. Yeah, that was a good know. story. Why you got to be haranguing our guest? <laughs> Here's my story. Was I was horribly sick for all of last week. I was kept waking up at like 2 a.m. and I'm being unable to get back to sleep. I missed two days of school last week. It was a nightmare. But now I'm feeling great because I'm feeling normal again. And as I said, it feels really good when you're back to being normal after being sick. So, yay. Yeah. Normal. 
that that man flu can wreak havoc with your system. Hey, when you call it man flu, <laughs> it's so not it's so boring. It's just like I'm gonna put man in front of something, and that'll make it a different thing. No, it means that you weren't really ill, Duke. You just really think like I wasn't really ill. <laughs> that becomes this trolling thing where you're just like, I'm gonna pretend like Duke wasn't really sick. I don't have any idea what he was going through, but it'll be funny if I pretend like he wasn't sick. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're feeling better from your mom, yes, Luke. <laughs> I am feeling better. Should we talk about what we've been playing? Song, and if you're ready to talk about it, great. If not, well, you'll get sucked along. We're gonna be out of here in one hour. I know it's gonna be like that. Anyway, uh, Fraser, as you're the guest this week, as you're the guest this week, what have you? Been... Uh, so what I've been playing. <laughs> we don't care what you've been playing. Anyway, Fraser, what have you been up to? Wait, wait, wait. Where are Fraser's? Wah, 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 wah. Where are Fraser's video clips? I don't know. He didn't. I've only just sent him a link, so he's probably not a chance to put anything up. Oh, is I supposed to yeah, do video clips? No, I didn't get the memo. Yeah, don't look, Don't See, worry. Don't, don't worry. That. We know how slick Duke is. As soon as you start talking, he'll find something. Don't worry. <laughs> so the first one I have on the list, which I started playing last week, is Slam Your Head in a Car Door Simulator 2015. Is, I like is that true? Is that a real game? Bloodborne. <laughs> oh, I get you. I see what uh-huh. you did there. Uh-huh. See, uh-huh. It's, it's good. It's good. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I started Bloodborne last week. Here, look at the really boy get his head slammed in a car door. Oh man, I don't know why I did that. I can't. Yeah, but you, you like you like hard games, don't you? I don't I mind like a challenge. No, no, I don't mind a challenge. And and a lot of people have raved over Bloodborne and said how great it was. I had got an impression that it was somewhat a little bit more accessible, maybe than some of the Dark Souls games. Yeah, right. That was the, that was the yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. What does that even mean? Oh, you mean like you don't die every three seconds, you die every four seconds. Ooh, it's more accessible. <laughs> <laughs> you were hitting the nail right on the head, <laughs> yep. Mr. P. Uh, no doubt about it. It's just brutal. I enjoyed it. I put a good few hours into it, and I got to the end of the first level and did the first couple of bosses with a little bit of help ringing my magic bell that you have in there. Ding! But I think after that, I was just done. After a week, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to devote all my time. It's I can see it. I really, really have an appreciation for this game as to why people find it so great, why they enjoy it. It's just, you know what? It's not for me. So I, it, what, what is that thing that you get a hold of? I mean, is it that it's so satisfying when you do finally beat the boss after four hours? I think so. It's just... Because you feel there is a progression. So you're playing it and you're getting beaten. Like you're getting killed by the first guy you meet. not you know, And then you get killed again by the first guy you meet. And then maybe you kill him. Right. And then you meet a second guy and he kills you. And each time you're inching forward. Right. And you feel like I, I there's a better way to address this. There's a better See, way I could I have done that. When I played Dark Souls 1. But at a certain point I was just like, you know what? These two skeletons keep killing me like 20 times. I'm just like, I'm not making progress. I'm not understanding what I'm doing wrong. And I don't feel like I'll ever get it, so I was just like, "Screw this!" Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think I think with Dark Souls, I I was just gaming the game because I sort of spent ages in just one area near a bonfire, killing all the enemies and then leveling up. You know what I mean? And just kept doing that, rinse and repeat for about four hours, which helps. Like fun. I know, and that's the trouble, isn't it? Because you're just grinding away to try and get your character hard enough that when you do meet the boss, and then when I met, the, finally got to the boss. I got killed in about 
15 seconds. Yeah, went and hide around a table. Yeah, there's yeah. no way the, but the game is going to let you level up quick enough to take any boss on quickly. So no matter what, you're not going to escape the fact that you need to go face these bosses 10, 20 times, learn the moves, find the weaknesses. Yeah. Do I have time for that? No. I just, I don't. I think that's just the sad truth. Ain't nobody got time for that. No, I think you're right. Yeah, I think you can admire the game for what it is and the people who love this type of game. I mean, like, Rob, who was on last week, incidentally, he loves this game and he finished it and everything. I mean, this is his game. Yeah, as soon as I mentioned I'd started playing it, I got tweets or messages from Chris, MJW, and Rob. Yeah. Talking, asking me about what weapons I started with. I feel bad. I've let them down. Sorry, guys. Sorry, I didn't keep yeah, going. Maybe this sound clip will help break the blow to them. I just want to say, fuck this game. I'm done. Shinny <laughs> <laughs> can be the bearer of bad news. That's right. Spot so on. how long? So just to put it into perspective, how long did you play it for before you gave up on it? I reckon I put in at least six to eight hours oh my god oh, that's pretty good that's pretty oh good. I definitely i gave it a decent kick of the can look i went and yeah, bought it you only got through one boss that's insane i want half the with game. help that... with help i didn't even do it on my own <laughs> that's brilliant that's can you help me please i'm ringing my bell and but, everything. The, but you know the the i've given it his juice like it, it's a great looking game the level design is phenomenal. Just that first level I was playing around in, the way it all links and opens up within itself, and it's just fantastic. It's really good. Yeah. It is really good. I mean, I, you know, I haven't played this, but I know that's true about Dark Souls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, art-wise, and, you know, the style of the game and everything is great, isn't it? And the weapons they give you and all that sort of stuff and the animation and the moves and all that kind of... But you, look, I'll, I'll admit that this is this, another one of these is just not my game. Yeah. But you've got to master all that stuff, haven't you? That's the key. Yes. I think it's just when you hear these podcasts and you hear people that are peers who we respect, in inverted commas, Uh, saying how great it is, (laughs) then, you know, you feel obliged to go and maybe try it. Well, what am I you, missing? Think you play it and you suck, and then you think, well, I play it and I suck, and I think, you know, what are they? What, are these people a lot smarter than me? Are their reflexes that much better? Like, what the hell? They think they're better than me? Well, they are better than me at this game. Like, <laughs> they are. Yeah. It's true. They're better than you, Duke, unfortunately. They're just more they patient. Are. That's the thing. Is I don't, you know, when it comes to video games, like, I just, I don't have the patience. And this is a, this is definitely a game where you need patience, isn't oh, it? Because you've got to learn the moves and wait and wait and wait and then wait for your moment and all that sort of stuff. Waiting. That's why I like to play games is waiting. I can't wait for Wait Simulator. Actually, I can because that's the name of the game is waiting. Oh, my God. So I flipped yeah. that. That's gone. That's gone. Yep. Yeah, that game is out of there. That's yeah. So with the proceeds from that, I bought the Order 1886. Oh, Stu's game of the year. And it definitely wasn't, but it's game of the year. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not my game. I don't know. You hated this, Stu. I didn't hate it. I just thought it was a bit shallow. Yeah. Shallow. Gee whiz. (laughs) Somebody missed a memo on this when they were designing this. Like, this game looks phenomenal. Like, I don't think I've ever seen a game that looks as great as this game, right? So, some, but, you know, how good it sounds. Did you notice (sighs) it sounded great? Uh, it does sound all right. I don't know, man. Somebody, somewhere along the line, somebody from up on high went, look, this is the game we want. It needs to be set in England with this sort of steampunk vibe, really cool accent, you know, get the great voice actors in, good dialogue, brilliant story. 
all right, this is what we want. And the game, people who make it took the memo and went, fine, we'll make that. They delivered, released it, and somebody somewhere along the line must have gone, you guys forgot to put any gameplay in there because there's nothing to do. I've played it for about an hour and I haven't done anything. It's it's very little in the way of gameplay. I mean, this is more interactive movie than a David Cage game, to be honest. Yes. You know what I mean? But it's not that bad, though. It's not that it's not that bad, but it is a, it is along those same lines as far as a game goes. You see, the trouble is when you take something like you know a Telltale game like The Walking Dead or you know the Borderlands game or anything like that that Telltale have, have done. There's not a lot of gameplay, but there's all of that decision making and dialogue choices and all that stuff to keep you occupied. Where as this game is doing all that story stuff, but it hasn't got enough interaction. You know what I mean? It's missing the interaction bit. Even even though, like, you know, the Telltale game doesn't have that much action, it still has enough interaction to keep you feeling like you're progressing the game forward while, rather than it just playing out in front of you, which I've, is what I've the older feels like. I've to the show before, Frasier, but it's different when you're actually here. What happens is a lot of times you'll say something about the game you're playing, but if Stu's played it, he just starts talking about all the things he thinks about it. So It's okay. Well, no, I'm just giving my opinion on it. That's <laughs> no, all. I'm just... <laughs> Winding you up, but he's right. But you're right, Stu. Yeah. Well, that's what he wants to hear. I've never. Oh, thanks, Fraser. I I feel. If you took, I have a piece of paper in front of me, and I'm going to draw a straight line, right? And going from point. This is how you play the order 1886. Is you start at the bottom of this line I've just drawn, and you follow it all the way to the end of it. Ooh, that sounds awesome! It's like that dimensional (laughs) game I saw at EGX. (laughs) And you make sure you don't deviate. I mean, there's nothing you can really do. At all. There's no doors you can open. There's no... What are you talking about? It, you just ran across a little room. No, no I mean, it, like, you go go through corridors and there'll be some other doors in there. But you can't open any of them. You come to a staircase. And normally in most games, you could vault something and just get jumped down the stairs. You can't well, you gotta walk down fans. the stairs and go down. Yeah. It's so linear. And so, and even the shooting just seems, like, constricted. It seems, You don't feel like there's any freedom of movement. And I don't know. It's just... I, I, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to play it through. Try and play it. I'm going to try well, it. Well, it'll probably take another two hours and you'll be done. <laughs> yeah, I heard it's not very long either. No, it... it yeah, but we I, think it to be, I mean, it's a shit game. Oh, man, I wish it was a longer shit, shit game. It's, it's not necessarily shit. It's I, just not got a lot of game. Right. And I think that's the difference. But you... They were I don't very know, hard. Bordering. I'm going to have to disagree with you on that one, Stu. See, I'm bordering on the... It might be a bit of a shit game. Oh... Yeah, but it's not. It's not much of a game, is it? That's the trouble. Oh, that make, that's, that's to me what makes it a bit of a bit of a. Show. I know, I know, I know I mean, what you're saying. But... Shots what, fired. What baffles me is back in the <laughs> back when it was released, everyone was excited. We all saw previews on it. The weapons looked really cool. The idea looked really cool. And I yeah. and then it came out, and loads of people were like, you know what? It's well, it got bad reviews to start with. Don't believe the hype. And a lot of people were sort of saying, you know, oh, well, they're just, you know, they're just hating on Sony and it's not, you know, it's not right. You know, the game deserves some love. And I saw a lot of people who bought it as well were going, it's not that bad. It's OK. Well, I think there were a lot of people who were just like, shit, I just paid 80 bucks for this. I'm not going to show my it's tears. Conscious. It's not like they're saying, like, I'm going to pretend like I love it because I don't. I think it's just a thing of, like, we get swept up in the first impressions of a thing. And, you know, we like what we see at first. And that. It takes a while for the rest of it to catch up and be like, oh, wait, there's not much here. Have you have you come across the werewolf gameplay yet? 
Uh, I've come across a couple to shoot, but not anything past that. So because he's, he's horrible. They just sort of run at you, and then you have to do... I can't remember. You have to press a button, then they run away, and then you oh, shoot yeah, them again. Yeah, and it's just like, oh, God. You know, it's just it's painful. Just, it is. Just, it offers nothing exciting at all. But I'm no. still... But, but amazingly, I'm still playing it two hours later or whatever it is, and I'm going, wow, it really does look good. I mean, it really does. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Graphically, still. it looks great. Graphically, That's it all it's great. got going for it. Yeah, and the voice acting is good. You know yeah. what I mean? But but like you say, the gameplay just isn't there at all. And it just never was from the beginning, really. I think I think as well, when you take, I mean, a more recent release, Until Dawn, which is very similar in presentation, you know, in the way that it works. But again, you feel like, because you're making decisions on stuff that's going to happen, you feel like you've got more... Uh, I, th- I don't know what the what the word is for it, but you feel like you've buy-in. got more. You don't feel like you have any buy-in with this game, but you do. Yeah, you feel like you have more control on what's going on on screen, even though it's still presented like a movie. Right. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I don't know. They just didn't get it right, did they? They didn't. No, they did not. Didn't at all. No. So. No. Uh, so, then if my last game. If you want to talk about a game with gameplay, something that's not too difficult, but maybe difficult if you like it to be, I've been playing Super Mario Manufacturer. What? Also known as Super Mario Maker. <laughs> ah, I see where you did that. Is it good? It's great. It's, uh, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's Nintendo at its best. Uh, so are you are you playing levels or are you creating stuff? I'm not. I'm not creating stuff. Uh, I've just been playing. They have a little thing in there called the Ten Mario Challenge every day, which brings you ten new levels that people have designed and gives you ten Mario's to make your way through all of them. And so you just get to constantly sample. And I've just playing a bit of it this afternoon. It's just just uh, overwhelmed it. Just the sheer inventiveness of some people and the levels they've made and how they've used little bits and pieces and what the game lets you do with the game assets as well. It's my kids have been playing around making some levels, and that's really good. I mean, my daughter was playing it earlier, and she was she had a pipe, and then what are those pipe? What are those uh, a pipe? red? She well, had a pipe. crack she's pipe. Sitting there, she's sitting there <laughs> token away. Jesus Christ! And, uh, what, what are, are you those, teaching uh, these kids these days? Yeah, really. What are those uh, little those chompy red flowers that come out of the pipes? What are they oh, called? Crack pipes. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. You might be seeing all sorts of stuff. You're smoking a crack pipe. Who knows? Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're talking about the little. Yeah. And then she dragged. Uh, then she dragged a set of wings down and was trying to put it onto there. And I said, "You can't put the wings onto that. It's sitting in a pipe." But it let her do it. Like it doesn't seem. To, it doesn't seem to not let you do anything. So it put the wings <laughs> on there. And then when she started the level, the thing popped out of the pipe and then kept going. Ooh. Like kept flying out of the pipe and stuff. So it's really cool. It's just that it lets you do so whatever you want. So have you played Little Big Planet at all? Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, obviously, you've—I presume you've—you've you've dabbled a bit with trying to create levels in that, or maybe a you haven't. Bit. I didn't. I, I did dabble on that one a little bit, but I found it a little bit too cumbersome. Yeah, well, I was going to say, is how is it? How different is it to create a level in this? Oh, and it is that you know, it's night and day. First, you know, it's night and day. This one, first of all, you've got a pen. So you're sitting there on the screen and just dragging and dropping and touching and deleting and everything. It's quick. Um, you know, and the levels are pretty straightforward as well. Then, you know, what you can see and where you can drag. And it's all grid grid marked as well. So uh, it's great. And then you can choose which type of Mario style. Is it the new type of Mario, old ones? 
you know, Super Mario 2 or whatever they are. I was never a big Mario player, but it's, it's, there's so much value in there. And it's so slick. I mean, and, and it's yeah. just typical Nintendo puts a smile on your face. I loaded it up today. They went, happy Sunday. It's like, oh, cheers, man. That's good. Happy, Thanks. happy Sunday. See, that's oh. what we need from the PS4 is it to go, happy Sunday. <laughs> that's that's and, definitely and it. we'd be in the money. It's great. And yeah. I think it just, to me as well, it just speaks volumes as to what people are missing out if they don't have a Wii U. It just, I think it's just, the Wii U sits there and it offers so many things that the other major consoles don't. You know, they do, what they do, they do well. They're not doing a lot of it, and I know what all the typical arguments are, but what they are doing and what they do do. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> they do very well. It's, uh, it's neat. <laughs> do you know, funnily enough, though, I was thinking only the other day, I haven't, I haven't powered on my, powered on my Nintendo uh, for quite a while now, you know, the, See, the Wii U. I would say to you, have you, played, have you played Captain Toad Treasure Tracker? I can't say as a how. He talks about it every week. <laughs> You're missing out. You're missing out. You see, I did. You see, I did consider very briefly uh, Fatal Frame. You know, the new Fatal Frame game because I've never played one. Right? right. So I was like, oh, maybe this will be really cool. Uh, but then I had a look at reviews, and it's not been reviewed that well. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll not bother then. Oh, this Captain Toad you know Treasure I mean? Tracker looks awesome. It's like a book, and then like you move back and forth in the book. It's a really good right. game. Yeah, don't don't diss him. <laughs> you just, you don't diss the guest who comes on the show. Whatever, you know that's, the- what I, that's what I do. That's my thing. That's my jam. <laughs> so what, what is it? What is this uh, the Captain Toad treasure tracker then? What does it do? What do you do? Well, that's like oh, puzzle games. Just it's like puzzle, small little puzzle levels, but it's just very well done, very charming, just a joy to play. See, you I, I, I feel like I'm in a nutshell. I feel like I'm missing out here somewhere along the way because like, of course, you're I haven't played any Toad's Treasure Time. Yeah, I feel like I'm missing out now, man. I'm looking at this and thinking, yeah, it looks cute. I like the look of this, but then I don't know. I mean, this is just on the Wii U store, is it? Just digital game to download. No, I think we picked that up on disc. Huh. Yeah. See, I've never even heard of it. What? what? Why we have Frasier on? I know. Uh-huh. See, I'm not a Nintendo fanboy, though, to be fair. I have them, but I don't like, you know, I don't, I don't really think you need to be a those. fanboy, though. I just think there's, you know... If you're going to appreciate any of the games they make. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. What are you talking right. about? Of course you do. <laughs> That's a rule. <laughs> Did you not know? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I know I got so, shut yeah, down so, on the uh, OC podcast for uh, liking the Wii U. Is no, I don't think there's part? anything wrong nobody with liking the Wii U. you down here. Nobody shuts anybody down. <laughs> no, no, just, no, you, just, just saying over there. Duke just shouts in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, you know, I, I, I like Nintendo games. I don't get the Zelda thing, I'll be honest. I've tried to play a few Zelda games. I don't play Zelda Mario. Games. I don't like Ta- Captain Toad. I don't play Zelda, but I like Mario. I like Nintendo games. But, you know... When you when you get a game on the console called Bayonetta 2, oh. now you're talking. You know what I'm saying? Best game of the year last year. What are you t- people... Have, have you played Bayonetta 2? No, you see, I still haven't played that. Oh, you need... I, want to, I mean, did you like me. the first... Let me ask you another question, because there's got to be a qualifying question here. Did you like the first one? Up to a point. I didn't finish it. Uh, okay. Okay. But I'm, I, it's I, on my radar. I am going to play it at some point. You should sure. definitely play it. It's such a good game. Such a good game, um, and it's it's a lot slicker than the first one. It's it's kind of tighter as well. It just it's just a it feels a, a bit more concise as well. It doesn't ramble on too long. 
it's just it was just the perfect game for me last year. I just loved it. Um, so yeah, if you've got a Wii U, man, you should be definitely getting that. But obviously, don't let the kids play it. There's a lot of swearing and a lot of violence. Uh, okay. But yeah, it's, it's very very good. Uh, and is that, that's it for you then? Is it? Is that everything you've played this week? I'll give you some honourable mentions if that's okay. Oh, uh, that's honourable fine, mention yeah. to uh, my son had a sleepover the other night. Honourable mention to Halo Three on the Xbox 360. The kids were all over that the whole time they were here. Uh, multiplayer split screen. Because I know one of the contentious issues right now is Halo Five doesn't have split screen. So Halo Three, Halo Three showed its chops in my basement on Friday night. And four boys all over it playing uh, Slayer with rockets. You see, we I remember us having an absolute ton of fun playing Halo Three multiplayer. We we played there was a we we used to play a lot of the the sort of custom maps that people had made, and there was one and it was just sort of a ramp. It was just like a giant ramp, and you just played it on like on different like like vehicles and stuff, and you just sort of fly down there. And it was like you just—it was how many people you could kill on the way down, and it was just, just crazy. A hoot. Just a yeah, hoot. and we just and we just played that for hours, just repeating it over and over again, and it was just stupid. Now we had but, one of the boys here. We my son was putting on Slayer with rockets, like rocket launchers. And one of the boys yeah. was like, oh, I don't really like rockets. And, you know, if all of us are like, what are you talking about? Yeah, really? And he just threw the controller in his hand and let him get on with it. And he said it was the best thing he's ever played afterwards. Yeah. Of course it is. Yeah. It's rockets. It's rockets. What more do you want? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a huge Halo fan and I'm not that bothered about the new one. You know, I'm sure people are. Um, but yeah, I'm not that bothered. But, you know, it's it's cool for what it is. Oh yeah, it's when cool they did it, when they've it got is. it right, it's right. It's good. It ain't no section eight. <laughs> it definitely isn't any section eight. <laughs> I just, did you not hear what I said? Halo is a good game. I just said that, didn't I? Yeah, but it's not as good as section eight. <laughs> 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 oh my god, you, you'll never, you'll never give up on that game, will you? Do you it's love a that game. game? I can't wait for them to make the new one, section nine. They're, I don't think they're ever going to make a new yeah, one. What are them? Do, what are they actually doing now? The developers are probably that busking for change in the tube. <laughs> they probably are. Probably not getting I'll any find either. Out. You keep talking. Yeah, you find out what they're doing now. Um, so yeah, Halo. Yeah, is great. And I'm, I'm sure. How many kids do you have around? How many were around? Uh, only four. Only four. Did they all play nice? There was no arguing or anything. Uh, yeah, just fine. Yeah, good kids. Good oh, that's kids. good then. Yeah. So they did not end up hitting each other with the controllers when they weren't winning no, and no, stuff. No, no, good kids. That's what I used to do. I used to eat people with okay, control so, them. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Pre- Section 8 Prejudice were made by uh, TimeGate Studios. Guess what their last oh, name was? Uh, I don't know. What was it? Aliens Colonial Marines. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Of course. I forgot all about that. Bongo's yeah. favorite. Oh, here we go. On May 2nd, 2013, it was reported the studio had filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Owing ten to fifty million dollars, and then in May the studio had closed. You see, you can blame Randy Pitchford for that. It's really sad. <laughs> so we'll never get a Section Nine. Well, maybe some other studio will pick it up and revitalize the. I don't think they will, Duke. To be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never know. You never, you never know. know. Keep on wishing. Keep on wishing, man. You never know what might happen. Um. So yeah, that's it. So that's it for you. Go on then, Jude. What have you been up to? Oh yeah, what have I been up to? I've been playing Section Eight Prejudice. No, what is this? Here, show me some gameplay of Section Eight Prejudice. There we go. 
Why is this letterbox within the letterbox? That's so stupid. Okay, what have I been playing? Uh, okay, so the first game I've been playing is... Man, this is hard to do this at the same time as I'm doing this other thing. So, I know. Yeah, Mushroom 11. Oh my goodness, this game is really addictive. Um, this is another one of those games where you have to play a little bit at a time because I've. it can be very frustrating... The big frustration is – now, Frazier, I don't know if you listened last week, but Mushroom 11 is this cool puzzle game where the, the key mechanic is that you have this green mushroom on the screen, and you have to erase it. And when you erase parts of it, par- other parts of it grow back, like okay. elsewhere on the mushroom. So it's <laughs> It doesn't not, even look like a mushroom, to be fair. Like a mushroom, but it's mycelium <laughs> running, as the Duchess would say. Uh, so anyway, the tough thing is that you, it's hard to get the mushroom to go where you want it to go because basically it will grow in every direction at once unless that direction is being erased. So you have to you know, manipulate it this way and that way, and it can be really difficult, especially because it only regenerates while it's on the ground. So if you need to jump a chasm – you have to get it moving and then stop erasing it because I do this thing where like I'll keep erasing it, but then I erase too much and it doesn't have enough momentum to make it over the chasm or whatever. So it's definitely the type of game where you should play it a little bit, get to a checkpoint and then stop because then you'll think, Ooh, I'm awesome at this game. I got to that checkpoint. I rule. But if you keep going, eventually you'll get to a part where you're like, I can't make it past this part. I hate everything. And then you'll be really frustrated and annoyed. That looks like I mean, a really lo- neat game mechanic. It is a really neat game mechanic. So can you, you know the little thing that you sort of push it with? Can you make that bigger or smaller? You then? can make so it smaller, can... yeah. There, the Z key is what the general erase thing is, which I just use that all the time. But you can hit X and it'll have a smaller erase area, a smaller radius. So, right, so and, and it's interesting. More they, precise. They, yeah, they do some really interesting stuff with it. Most of it is like, you know, you have to climb up this thing, you have to get these blue things, you have to, you know, move over this ledge or whatever. But they had one where the one I played recently was um, they had a little, you know, a nut on a on a screw, and then there was a like a like an X next to it, and you had to get the mushroom around the screw and then fit into the different parts of the X so that it would sort of rotate the nut, and that opened up a door. You know what I mean? So it was like three different things you had to do at once, and it was really confusing, but once you got the hang of it, it was like, okay, I think I can... Ah, dang it, I messed up, and the whole thing fell off, and the door closed all the way. And then you get a little more, and you're like, oh, the door's sort of opening. I think I'm going to... Ah, damn it, I got it right. And then you get I could see, so uh, yeah. there's a little it says that music is by the future sound of London. That, yeah, it is. Cool. It's actually good music. Here, let me play some of the music here. Give me that. Thanks. Well, there's no music. Like, not. Yeah, there we go. Can't hear it very well. So I've got to be kind of careful with this. I've got to. Push. Oh, the guy's talking. Shut up, guy talking. Here. I did wonder. I was like, who's that? What is that noise? I'll find so, yeah, no, th- I was. Yeah, I was going to say, it's one of those games, is it one of those games though where it's like a, a double-pronged puzzle where you have to, first of all, figure out what you've got to do, you know, and then you've got to figure out how to do it. Well, the part where you have to figure out what you have to do actually is really pretty straightforward. Like, I haven't had many situations where I'm like, what am I doing here? And that's good. I, I like that. I mean, I'm sure those are coming, but for the most part, it's just, you know, the thing, the beauty of it is that stuff that seems very simple, like... 
because you don't have to wonder about what to do, you often find yourself in these situations where you're like, oh, all I have to do is get across. Oh, my God, how am I going to get across there? You know what I mean? Like it is very straightforward, but it's, you know, the part that we're looking at on the screen right now, you know, he's on this the side of this building and it's collapsing. And it seems, you know, if it were a regular platform, you just run across and jump. But on this game, it's not that simple because it's collapsing and you have to learn how to move more quickly. And it's just, I don't know, it's, I'm really fascinated by it. And it's, it does a really good job of telling you, hey, you can do this, man. And you can. It's just that it gets really tricky at certain points. And it's like, I'm not as good as I think I am or whatever. So yeah, I mean, once again, I'm just I, watching this guy here, and there's a, you know, he's trying to get across this building very fast. Yeah, and that's the thing is you and can't, he, you don't get to decide. I mean, you sort of do, but you don't really get to decide how fast the thing moves. You just push it around and hope that it does what you want it to do. And, so if you get a bit of it across, is that fine? Then yeah, it'll just throw All you need—that's the other thing about it. Like all you need is to get one little part of it across, and then. If the rest of the thing falls away, it will regenerate off that one bit that makes it across. So in some cases, it's actually best if you only get a little bit across. Because if right. you were to get if you were to get a big chunk of it across, but only part of it is on the ledge, and then the rest of it might pull it down into the you know. So sometimes you find yourself like cutting it in half and just telling you know hoping that the second half will fall off, and then you know you can push the rest of it in the direction you want it to go. So it's just a really interesting, you know, if nothing else, like it's a really creative approach to, you know, the idea of a platformer. And I'm having fun with it. I'm like four chapters in and there's seven in the game. So I don't know, I'm doing pretty well. And, and there are boss fights. Like I think we're about to see this guy playing on the stream get to a boss fight, which all, the only thing you have to do in the boss fight is get to the different, you know, like there's like, what are they? Little colored bulbs in the thing. And you have to get it up to where those bulbs are. And it can be tough, but you know, the only way you die is if the whole mushroom, all of it, every little piece gets burnt up or whatever. So Right, so if you if you lose all of it, then that's right. sort of game over. But but again, it's constantly regenerating itself. So it's really kind of hard to lose all of it. Now it does happen sometimes, but it's pretty rare. And mostly what you do is you end up with a tiny little piece that you have to then, you know, figure out how to rebuild and get back to where you are or whatever. So I'm really liking it. It's it's really creative and fun and cute. And Black Eyed Boy is the one who gave it to me. So cheers to him. And uh, yeah, check it out, Pete. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's got a nice art style. It really yeah, does look it's good. It's a nice art style. And it's just a cute, weird little game. So, mm, yes. Very good. Um, another game that I've been playing a lot is Rebel Galaxy. And I talked about this last time. And I'm having even more fun with it now because I've gotten to the point where like I'm getting good ships and stuff. And that's really nice because, as you know, these games are a lot more fun when you have a decent rig that you can uh, fight against the bad guys with. And it's it's the thing of where, okay, so when you start out in the game, you can go to the mission boards and you can find, you know, like, okay, this person needs you to transport whatever it is, you know, metallic ore or whatever. And it'll say, you know, difficulty or, or risk level high. And the cool thing is when you upgrade your ship, eventually those risk levels drop because you have a more powerful ship. Well, that makes sense, right? And so I, I'm getting to the point where, like, there is no high 
risk level on these missions they're offering me. Now, that's just in this you know quadrant of the galaxy, I'm sure. And when I go to another quadrant, it'll be more dangerous. But right now, I'm like totally overpowered. And any you know, sometimes pirates will appear and they'll be like, "You picked the wrong squadron or the wrong quadrant to get lost in." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, bring it. We'll see who's still standing by the end of this." And uh, yeah, I'll fire all my rockets and. And yeah, the mechanics are just really good, and the graphics are good, and the sound is good. And like I said, the music's really weird, so it's got like rock and roll music in it, but whatever. It's a very well-made game, and it's only like 15 bucks, so you guys will probably get it for a tenner or something. And uh, yeah, I really like it. If you're looking for a good space game, Rebel Galaxy is my big thumbs up of the week. Well, last week. Yeah, it looks all right. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's not bad. I mean, the only thing I think will take some getting used to is, like I said last week, with the being on a single left-right plane and you can't go up or down. Yeah, that's kind of annoying. But to be honest, like sometimes, you know, in space games, you'll have a battle with like six enemies and it'll be so hard to tell who's where. So for this game, that's streamlined and it's not that big a concern. Now, again, you know, other people might be annoyed by that as a limitation, but I think it's fine. So, eh. If that doesn't seem like a big deal to you and you want a fun game of exploring and blowing stuff up. And the other thing is that it has that thing, you know, like in Red Dead Redemption when you're traveling between two places. Suddenly you'll get like distress beacon and you'll go over and find out what's going on. And sometimes it'll be someone in danger and they'll be like, I can sure use some help. And sometimes it's pirates who are like, ah, you fell for our trap. And in some cases it's like, oh my god, there's like 20 pirates here. I got to get out of here. So... It's good. I'm really liking it. And you can, and you can run away easily enough then, can you? You can run away. See, I can run away easily now because I've upgraded my ship so that my runaway you know, systems are very high quality. But run away. First, is is that in this store? Like, yeah. You need yeah. to run away. Is there a little button with a man run away. that you press? <laughs> run away, <laughs> run away. The Benny Hill theme starts up. <laughs> But yeah, it's good. I'm like I said, I'm really liking it, and I, you know, it's it, it, I like arcadey space games. If you're into you know X and X3 and and all that, Elite Dangerous might be more realistic than what people want here. So you know, it might not be for everybody, but I really like it, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, no, it looks it looks pretty good. I might at some point I will probably give it a give it a go. Yeah. And I've been sick a lot of this week, so that's really all I've been doing. Moaning oh, no. dead and wishing for death. That's wishing for death. Yeah. Now, I've been on a holiday this past week oh, yeah, from work. I've been on annual things, leave. Man. So you'd think, wouldn't you, that I'd played loads of stuff. Oh, that sounds like a build-up. <laughs> kind of is. Kind of is. But, but I haven't really because, obviously, my daughter was off school. You know, it's half-term over here and... And my wife was off work, so it's 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 tougher. It's tougher, man. It's better when I'm at work. Better when I'm at work, man. I can get to play more. Um, I have I have purchased some new games. Oh, well, we can talk uh, about what you've purchased. I know, yeah. I I I, I purchased the humble weekly bundle. Oh. Uh, because there was one, there was only really one game I really wanted to play because they've got costume uh, costume quest, which is great for Halloween. You know, it's a yeah. great Halloween game. Uh, and they also had Hack and Slash. Ooh. Uh, but but the game I really wanted was Lumino City. Okay. Uh, which is which won quite a few awards at the British Baftas and it's not Loom, the original game, but I never played and Lumino it, City. No, and it looks so cool. You know what I mean? It's like a really cool art style. Um, 
but he's won loads of awards and stuff. So I thought, well, I should I should play this game. I don't really know what the actual gameplay is. Mm. All I, all I know is that from looking at it, it looks really cool. Yes. It's so cool. it's like it's like a puzzle game. So I'm sure it'll be fine. So yeah, I did buy that. I was very I was a bit I was a bit mean. I I only paid three pounds, <laughs> so I just paid like a nominal amount to to get the three games. Hey, don't feel bad about that, Stu. That's three pounds they didn't have. It's true. I guess it's true. Uh, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't go to that semi-legal whatever, whatever. Exactly. And to be fair, they pay more than the average stuff. I wasn't bothered about uh, Escape Goat Two or Mercenary Kings. And Mercenary Kings, I think, was a freebie on uh, PS Plus one month, and I didn't. I wasn't that enamored with it, and then. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so there was no real sort of big deal to buy them. So yes, I will try and get some of that played this week. So that's that's what I've not played. Um, but what I have played is I uh, I have played uh, quite a bit more of Hearts of Stone. Uh-huh. Uh The expansion, obviously, for The Witcher Three, which I've got to say, it, it it's pretty good. But but there are some. It gets you to do some very weird things. Well, yeah, like very weird things. Uh, so, so I'm trying not to give any spoilers away here. Bet not. But there is a section of the story part of obviously it's a, it's a big story-driven expansion. But th- there was a part where I had to attend a wedding. Okay. Like a wedding, and the very the the stereotyping of said peasants, you know, because it was a peasants' wedding that I went to. Oh! Right, we've got to go to the wedding. That's that is that is pretty much <laughs> the voice of every single peasant at the wedding. Oh, right there. Happiness on your wedding day. And they're all portrayed as being really, really thick. You know what I mean? These these people have, have literally got one brain cell between them. Uh, can I just uh, sorry, Stu? Can I just interject there? One of the things I probably missed off on Bloodborne is that what they definitely didn't get right was every person you speak to has his terrible cockney accent i don't know what it is why people seem to keep putting that sort of accent in what do they think it conveys charming well this is the opposite every every character as a peasant has a really bad northern accent which is like mine but exaggerated by a hundred yeah so that's so that's what they kind of they went in in the witcher that's what they kind of go for and you know they try and they've tried to regionalize the the sort of game using that so if it's it's a little bit like Game of Thrones, I guess. If you're in if you're in the more rural parts, you'll speak like they come from Yorkshire or Lancashire, and then obviously if you get to the big city, then they they speak with more. And what's really weird, right? They they obviously spent a lot of time on the voice actors for the main characters because obviously they sound very cool. Yeah. But they sound totally at odds when they when they're talking to these like bit characters in the game you know that aren't main story people yeah. it's it's just it's just a bit weird uh and it i had to attend this wedding and then i had to do certain tasks but they were just weird some of the stuff i had to do was very weird for instance i had to dive to the bottom of a pond uh to retrieve a maiden's shoe from the and bottom then it was, of it was a shoe of extra weight to get out <laughs> oh wait that was no no, it was just a shoe of a maiden, um, and I, I have your own goddamn shoe. And I have had some sex in the game. I have had a bit of a, you know bumping uglies and stuff. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, and it was it's kind of funny though because like in the in the main game, I, I sort of ended up with Yennefer, you know, in the main game, and 
I did. I did feel like I was being a bit, bit like a bit of a, you know, a bit of a, a blackguard, you know, cheating on on my misses and stuff, yeah. which was a bit weird. That's what. Uh, that's what. That's what Geralt does. He's a cad. He's a confirmed bachelor, man. He's he's never gonna settle down with anybody. I know, I know, but I played him as. I, I'll be honest, right? In in the main game, I, I was offered sex a few times with different women, uh, but I always, I always said no. <laughs> I always said no. But then I also feel like playing this, right, that is almost like a, a, a parallel universe. Oh, yeah. So it's just an excuse I'm imagine- for you to go get your private... I'm, imag- I'm imagining that. Did you just submerge yourself in a tank of water? You sound like crazy Skypey now. Uh, no, no, but you sound fine, to be fair. You both sound fine, but okay. uh, that's good. Hey, people on stream, how does Stu sound? No, I, can, I can only apologize. Um... But yeah, it's well, it's your internet. Uh, but, really, <laughs> really. Uh, but yes, it's sort of it's just some weird things. It was okay. I wasn't totally enamoured with that part, but I am intrigued by the story. I like the setup. I like how it's sort of progressing, uh, and it's it's kind of interesting. I'm kind of intrigued as to as to what's going on. So so far, so good. So that's no surprise. No, but I mean, for it was only six quid. So it's not a huge investment of That's money. True. Uh, and I've, I've got loads of cool new armor, and I've got some more cool swords and stuff. Yeah. So I'm, I'm getting more badass. I'm up to. I'm nearly on level thirty-six. So I might have just got to level thirty-six. Ooh. So, so I'm fairly progressing uh, now. But there you go, nice. But better. Yeah. But. Um, oh, but. Yeah. But. But but it feels slow going now, you know. To to sort of level up seems to take a long, long time. Yeah. You know, it's sort of it's like increments now. I think it's two thousand. You have to get XP to to keep leveling up each time Damn, now. Damn, two thousand. Uh, I know, and it's like each part of the quests are only giving out about a hundred. Dude. So it, it's taking a while to to sort of keep progressing, but. Uh, but yeah, moving on. Still loving it, and I've, I've, you know, and I've got it's it's sort of taken me away from Metal Gear Solid Five and, and other <sighs> stuff I was playing. I know, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, uh, but it's taken me away from that. But I will get back to that once because this is only about seven or eight hours, so I should get this finished pretty quickly. I should get this pre- finished pretty quickly. So uh, yeah, well, um, have some free time on a holiday. It'll be piece of cake. Oh wait. Uh, you're a Antonio. Antonio's asking what what ending of Witcher three did I get? Was it not, good or bad? I'm not talking about that now. I loved my ending of Witcher three. I thought not it was absolutely. about it because I'm not done yet. Perfect, man. Finish, he said he got a bad one, but mine was perfect. Oh, you're not playing Life is Strange. You'll never oh, play that. I'll finish Witcher three when I finish Life is Strange. Yeah, well, exactly. Ah. Um. So yeah, I've been playing. I've been playing loads of that. Uh, I've I've played quite a bit more of Persona four. Because I can kind of get away with that on my Vita. You know, like, even if the wife and, you know, Millie are around, I can still play that. Uh, and I'm I'm really starting to like that game. I can see why everybody goes on about how great it is. Uh-huh. But it takes a lot of getting into. Which you've game got, is you've re- you, sorry? Uh, Persona 4 Golden. Oh, yeah. You, you've got to have a lot of patience. Do you know what I mean? You've got to really sort of stick with it because and and unless you do you 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 could easily go right, i've had enough of this game it's it's not even a game yeah i'm just looking at it now and i'm already thinking that nothing happens for ages oh nothing really selling it 
But then when it does start to happen, it, and it's an interesting story, it does enough with the story just to keep you interested from the beginning. And keep me interested, but if it keeps you interested, that's great. It does, it does. And it's, it, there's enough going on. But it's, it's starting to throw this weird something now because it's kind of gone free roam, but it's very limited as to where you can go. Oh, just but like you can, 1886. Yeah, exactly. But you yeah. can there's there's like five areas you can explore. And Wasn't, uh, um, Epic Scotsman was a massive fan of Persona games. I'm pretty sure he was. He is. He hasn't passed away, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, oh, he was. Bless his bless his soul. Um, yeah, Antonio, he oh, loves this oh, game. Epic Scotsman, yeah, um yeah he loves this game but um yeah i'm i'm getting there and rob i think rob from the overseas likes this game a lot but it's it's japanese so there's a big proviso you know if you're not if you're not into japanese games you're probably not going to be into this i guess is it is the uh is the takeaway but i like i'm liking it i'm getting uh, like some games rob from the boss wave boss wave you meant right yeah yeah not rob and tate no not rob not bongo I don't think he's ever played. I don't think he knew. I'm not even sure he has a Vita, to be honest. I don't even know if he knows yeah. what a Japanese game is. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm sure Japan he does. Is. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure he does. Um, played a video game. But no, I, I, I mean, Fraser, I think you like Japanese games. I think you'd probably like this. I, mean, probably, I would give it a go. go. I would give it a stab. But again, the problem is, I th- I've got a feeling of game. Yeah, I think I fired up a Persona game where there was something where they were all at a university or something like that, and some guy is a a vampire or something maybe not maybe i'm getting confused with something else but it sounds like it could be it could it sounds definitely like it could but be. i but i would be lost after the sort of three hours of nothing happening then that would just bury me i'd just be like you got to be kidding me yeah well and like, he i would i, I would find it difficult happen. to visualize the finish line yeah it's no stuff happens but you only really start to get your head around the battle system about four hours in. It 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 really does, and it's not a bad thing, but it really drip feeds you sort of how to do stuff. You know, it really takes you by the hand and goes like, right, you know, these are your persona cards. You can you can blend these together. You can make new personas out of them. You can add special abilities by doing that. And it and it slowly, slowly draws you in. But it, like I say, it takes a long time to get there. So you've got to just stick with it. So that's it's the best advice. Dialogue yeah. just drive me nuts. Who cares? Yeah, there's a lot of. But but again, it's it's very very. It's very story driven. It's very and everything has an effect on your character. So if, for instance, I've joined the the as I said last week, I've joined the basketball team, and then I have to go to practice and stuff. But that increases your social bonds, which you know, in in sort of as a knock on, gives you extra persona abilities. So every everything you kind of do out of battling helps your battling, if that makes any kind of sense. Yes. So yeah, it's it's interesting. It's got a lot of weird systems going on. So it is quite deep. You know what I mean? And even sort of making friends with other other pupils helps all that sort of stuff as well. So you've got to kind of socialize with all the other kids and do little side missions for them and stuff socializing with people oh he wants to do that yeah really um and the characters are good you know what i mean the the sort of main characters in the game are interesting enough you know they they have that usual high-pitched japanese voice acting whiny nature about them yeah you know when they talk 
Where all the but guys, see, like girls and all the girls look like they're six? No, there, there isn't a lot of that. I must admit, the guys kind of look like guys and the girls look like girls. It's not. No, dude, I'm kind of looking at the. I mean, look, don't get me wrong, people. I don't want any of our listeners to be misunderstood or to misunderstand me, rather. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just kind of bizarre. And I'm looking at this feed and eh, kind of looks like your typical JRPG. I don't think it is. No, no. I think I don't I think that's a bit unfair because when you when I think of a typical you know JRPG, they've all got these weird costumes on and stuff. There isn't any of that. They got school uniforms on. Well, yeah, because they're bloody going to a school. Well, that's a weird they're, costume. But they're being portrayed at the age that they actually are. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm trying to get your goat. Goat got zing. So yeah, no, it's, it is good though. You know, all those people who said how good it is are right. So, you know, it, it is good. Um, and that's kind of it for me this week. I haven't really played. I'm going to try and play more stuff this week. But like Ranger, I said, it's been... How do you feel about the fact that you came on one time and you played like twice as much as any of us? I know. I know. I saw a lot of... You win this week's What You've Been Playing. Congratulations. Shots fired! There you go. There you go. Um, right. Uh, so we we should do some news. We've got time for news this week. Let's do a bit of news. Putting news first. So there's not a ton of news this week. It's been kind of quiet, if I'm being honest. Oh. Uh, but this is quite interesting. So Batman Arkham Knight on the PC has been re-released. <gasps> so I was re-released on the 28th. And it's still broken. So there's still just apparently a lot of people still can't play it to any sort of decent degree. So there are tons and tons of issues with it still. So I just want to get this straight. Who says it's still got tons of issues? Lots of people. Right. That's you know, very clear. <laughs> but so much so though, <laughs> so much so that Batman Arkham Knight, uh, Warner Brothers, the, the sort of publishers have said. We will offer refunds now right through to the end of 2015. If you if you don't want to pay, you know, if you want to get a refund on your game, just just let us know and we'll give you a refund. Have they really? That's pretty yeah. bad. Yeah, it's good, but it's bad. Um, you know, I mean, this is basically what he's saying. Following last week's re-release of the game, uh, still broken for many players, Warner Brothers is now offering full refunds on Steam copies of Batman: Arkham Knight until the end of the year. Uh, everyone who purchases a copy should take advantage. <laughs> so there you go. So that's, ah, what that's funny. There's a Steam review that says it seems like Mr. Freeze has won. <laughs> and then another review says even AAA developers are making early access games now. Zing! Oh, Welcome to the Veteran funny. Gamers. We just read you Steam reviews. Uh, they did. They did have a frames faster than this game. Ah. They did have a statement. Uh, they, they basically said, we are very sorry, we're very sorry uh, that many of our customers continue to be unhappy with the PC version of Batman Arkham Knight. We work really, really hard to have nails to the quick and we, we, you know, we sleepless nights and all that shit to get the game to live up to any standard you deserve. But understand that many of you are still experiencing issues. What's the problem? Uh, Why did this go so bad? Oh no! Uh, because it was given to, from what I can gather, it was given to another developer to do the port uh, for the PC say, version. Hey, team that's done all the other Batman games, you should make this one as well. 
Yeah, well, they, that's that's rock steady, but they were like, we're busy doing the PS4 and Xbox One version, so you'll have to get someone else to do that one. Gotcha. Uh, but but unfortunately, the the people who did it didn't do a very good job. Well, so uh, y'all, you suck. So they screwed up. And, and the, the problem is that it's not even sort of lower-end systems that are struggling. Even systems with, you know, high-end graphics cards and, you know, massive processors are struggling to run it properly. Yeah. So they're, so they're really... Anyway, they did end uh, with a promise. Uh, for those of you that hold on to the game, uh, we're going to continue to address the issues that we can fix and talk to you about the issues that we cannot fix. <laughs> okay, you know what? Look, that might have flown back when the game first launched. <laughs> But damn, they've had like six months to fix this stuff. What the heck? I guess it's just broken. It's <laughs> properly broken. Yeah. It is, isn't it? But, but at least, like you say, at least they're doing the right thing and going, look, we'll give you a refund. Yeah, that's true. Anyone that is commendable. They are to be congratulated for doing the right thing, which so few developers will do. Do you know yeah. what, though? Don't I bet give Warner them too Brothers much of a pass because they really, I think, got bitten by the Steam refunds. Once the Steam refunds showed, well, you know, Steam refunds refunds were in, and then that came out, and loads of people just went see you later and refunded on the spot within the week or whatever. That hit them hard. Yeah, I I agree. I'll bet you, I'll bet you probably out of all the people who bought it day one, I bet after the Steam refund thing, I bet there was probably only about ten percent maybe hung on to it to see what would happen. And then I would imagine they will now get refunds. So I would imagine on the PC version of the game on Steam, especially, probably won't be very many people holding on to it. I wouldn't have thought. Well, I expect you're right. Yeah. But there you go. Get a console. Don't have any of those sorts of issues. So, Dude, you've been the uh, main cheerleader for PC games. <laughs> 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 No, you gotta look. I've said this time and time again. You need the best of both worlds. You've not best said that time and time again. Because I have. Because I have. I have a console. I have a PS4. Yeah, you, you know? do that, but you haven't said that on the show. You said, I, I've said PC gaming's fine. I can run whatever, whatever on whatever settings, highest settings, whatever, whatever, whatever things every five weeks. Yeah, unless it's Watch Dogs, which wasn't very well optimized either. Exactly. And every other Jeez. game that comes along. No, so I mean, Soma, to be fair, Soma's been very smooth. Yes. You know, I haven't had any issues with that after, uh, at all. But, yeah, I mean, some get, and Mad Max runs like a dream on PC. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it does show it can be done, but obviously some developers are much better at porting games or, you know, to PC or developing them for PC than other developers. Oh, well, yeah. It seems. It seems. So there you go. So that's that's not good news. That's not good news, that's bad news. Uh, let's have some good news. Oh, oh, sorry, it's more bad news. Uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst has been delayed until May 2016. <sighs> How can we wait till then? I know, right? I know. I know. Do you know, funnily oh, enough, out of all, all the games that we sort of played at EGX, this was the one where everyone was like, nah, it was all right. You know what I mean? And like Chini said, you know, the first game was shit. <laughs> <laughs> Because it, it was, it wasn't very good. Was. I don't. I still it's, it's the most baffling thing around as to where <laughs> suddenly everybody became massive Mirror's Edge fans. I think people love the concept of it. They love the way the character looked. They love the idea behind it. And then when they played it, they were like, "This is not very good." But I'll bet they could do it really well if they did it right. 
And then and they've missed the boat now because other people have done it right. In Dying Light, Titanfall, the new Halo, climbing mechanics are all in now. Yeah. It's too late. It's too late. It's too little too late. They blew it. Yeah, I, I think I'll pick this up when it's cheap or whatever. Or, you know, I might go to the grey market site and see how much it is on there. Oh, like that's different from any other game. Wow, wow, wow. What do you mean? Hose head. <laughs> nice Canadian reference. Yeah. Take off, <laughs> eh? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I will I will probably pick this up at some point. You know, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a whirl. I'll give it a whirl. Why not? Um, so yeah, unfortunately that's been delayed. So if you were waiting on that, you're going to be waiting a bit longer. Uh, they've released uh, the the revealed, or should I say, revealed the PlayStation Plus November free games. Oh, what are they? They are uh, the Walking Dead season two. Ooh, I would like yeah. to play that. Oh wait, I have that. Yeah, uh, yeah. Have you played that yet? I played half of it. You crazy fool! I'll play the other half at some point. And then they've also released uh, Magica two. Oh, as as the other freebie. Yes. So there you go. So that's that's uh, that's what we're getting. Uh, well. And I think it's, uh, Mass Effect Two on the on the PlayStation Three for some reason. Oh, Mass Effect Two and then someone else. I can't remember what the other PlayStation Three Bought one that was. Again recently for Steam. Yeah, do you know I I saw it cheap and I was like, oh, I could play that again. I love that it's game. Such a great game. Then again, I, I should know. play Dragon Age and Quiggy Quig. But it's I bought an old game today. Like. 10 days. You bought an old game, did you say? Yeah, I bought an old game today. Uncharted 2. Ooh, classic. $5. You know what, though? That was a fine game. How can you argue with $5? What a game. Yeah. You can't. It's a fine game as well. It's, it is great. Um, yeah, I've, I'm waiting on the new Mass Effect, to be honest. I'm just going to lie. I could revisit the old ones, but it's like, ah, there'll be a new one coming soon anyway, so what does it matter? 10 days. It's not gonna, none of this is going to matter. Yeah, no, yeah, Fallout 4, baby. Yes, that's a good point. Not long now. See, I was actually planning on... I I went back to Diablo 3 recently. That's another thing I didn't mention this week. Uh, But I was like, ooh, maybe I should buy this, because I played the demo again, and it's really good. And I'm like, you know what? Fallout 4 is coming in like 10 days. There's no reason for me to buy anything right now. I'll just play more Mushroom 11 until it comes out. That's it. That's it. Just keep playing that. That'll keep you occupied until... Yeah... I just hope it's as good as you're, you're anticipating. That's all I can say. Yeah, well, we'll see. So have you, have you got a pre-ordered Juki? You're just going to buy it day one? Uh, I should buy it the day before so that I can just set it up to install while I'm at school. Exactly. That's the only reason I want it. Like, There's something on, I don't know if it was Steam or Green Man Gaming, or someone was like, pre-order and you can get this extra thing. And I was like, I don't care about that extra thing. I just want to install it while I'm at school. No, I think the only the only... Uh, thing for buying pre-ordered games on PC is if you get a discount for buying it yeah. early. You know, if you go give you 15% off to pre-order it, then it's like, oh, I'll have 15% off. Meh. You know, yeah, or if you go the to kick, the gray... That's the kicker for me. Sorry, Stu, I was just going to say, that's the kicker for me now. I would, I think I'm going to... I'm due a console share on the Xbox with Bongo, and I'm due... I'm going to purchase Fallout 4 so we can both enjoy it. Yeah. But the kicker is... Is to get it ready. You, I, I miss the problem if you don't buy a disc is you just haven't got it there, right? Yeah. yeah. So you've got to sort of anticipate that you're gonna. It's gonna be a 50 gig install, which for me I have very average internet. You know, that's not. I'm, I'm not gonna buy it and be playing it within a few hours. Nope. 
it's going to be an overnight job. So. Yep. Yeah, no, I'm quite, I'm quite lucky now. I have a hundred meg internet here, so it's, it's pretty quick. And to be fair, um, Steam's not bad. It comes, it usually comes down from Steam at about seven or eight megs a second. Yeah, that's see, that's nearly two or three times as fast as mine. Yeah, so it's it's pretty quick. So it doesn't take even a, even like twenty or thirty gigs only takes maybe a few hours. You know what I mean? If that, if that even. So yeah, it, it, but you're right. Internet, I mean, fine. Quit rubbing in our faces. <laughs> sorry, but you're right. These uh, these First games are just getting. Person. I know, yeah, getting bigger and bigger, aren't they? You know what I mean? And like you say, much you know, bigger and bigger installs. To get these games up and running, and it is time. Even even if you buy these games on disc, you've still got to wait for it to install it. Yep. You know what I mean. So it's do still they time. All do that now. Yeah, pretty much. Seems to be anyway. I mean, the only thing I, I don't know. I'm assuming it does the same on the Xbox as it does on the PS4. But the PS4 lets you start playing it when it's installed a certain amount on some game Seems. It seems like you can install a bit, and then it'll let you start playing it. It'll just carry install on, on installing the rest in the background. Mm. Uh, that, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. But you're right. It's it's all a time waiting thing these days. I remember when we used to talk about digital only games, and everyone were like, "No, it'll never happen because we can't wait." Nobody and the internet's not happen. fast enough. God, what internet's you... not quick oh. enough. And nah, 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 nah. oh, nobody ever said any of those things. And it's it's rubbish. You're talking rubbish. It'll never happen. No. Um, but we are. I mean, we're getting to a point now where it's nearly all digital, aren't we? To an extent. So. I think um, I don't think it is. I think I I was reading somewhere recently. There's only about ten to twenty percent of sales are digital. Yeah, yeah. I get. I guess, so I, but I, mean, I think a lot of us again, you know, we get we get tend to get a little bit clouded by the peer group that we're yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. We're pretty hardcore, really. No, no I know, think there's uh, some of that, but I also think if you're a PC gamer, it's pretty much a hundred percent digital, isn't it? Nowadays, I don't know. I'd be interested to see numbers. I don't even have a disk drive on my PC. Well, you're a weirdo. Why? Yeah, what PC do you need is one a different for? animal, though. No, I, I know. Think. Well, that's what he's saying. He said Stu is saying that the PC is probably 100% digital at this point. Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking it, across the board. No, no, it may be, but I don't. I want numbers. Yeah, yeah. No, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Yeah. I mean, the only way, the only reason I'll buy something on disk now is so I can, you know, especially something like the Order, for instance, is a great example of that, where I'll, I'll buy it day one play it in two days and then take it to the smelly shop and get virtually nearly all my money back. Do you know what I mean? So I, I, I do exactly all right what you mean. I do all right out of that. It, it, it's, a, it's a good model. It's, a, it's better than sort of a lot of, you know, trading models. You know, you get cash and you've just got to play it quick. <laughs> That's the key. You know, play these things quick, get them cashed in. Um, okay, so yeah, so, sorry, uh, hang on a second. Uh, this website, statista.com, says oh, yeah. that breakdown of U.S. computer and video game sales from 2009 to 2014 by delivery format. Uh, so in 2014, apparently, 48% of video games – now, this is all video games, so whatever. But 48% were physical and 52% were digital. So Ooh. it's half and half right now, apparently. Mm-hmm. That's good though, isn't it? I guess I don't know whether it is good though. Is it? Two thousand in two thousand nine, it was eighty percent physical, twenty percent digital. So oh yeah, so it's definitely. I think swung, they, the industry it? has, particularly on the consoles, they have to start cutting some slack on the pricing well, for yeah. digital. Yeah, 
Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you're absolutely right. I mean, I go on the PS4, and like day one games are like sixty pounds. Well, it's, like, it's like on Steam for most. I mean, some of them. there there are discounts. No, not always. Not always. Not always. But you know, the AAA games generally aren't discounted on day of release. No, I mean, but you know, you can find discounts if you shop around. If you know what I'm saying. Not for uh, not for AAA games the first week. And I'm not talking about your most likely illegal <laughs> website. You know, you can always get it. I, I, if you meet a guy in an alleyway, you can find it. <laughs> I pre-ordered Fallout 4 for 20 quid. Uh, <laughs> that from your Brazilian friends. Yeah, right. Yeah. Can we move on? <laughs> day, day one release, man, 20 pounds. What are you, you going to do? Odd. Some, you're, you're, I hope someday you do that and it's like a code for a game that's like Fallout but it's only one L and it's like what is this and it's like a text adventure and it's like oh man I got the cheap Chinese knockoff no it'll be fine it'll be fine man I'm, yeah. I'm, I have faith Tesla didn't get any of the money from that sale someone stole a bunch of codes and I, don't, I don't look I can't say where those codes came from yeah I know but you should know. It's like if someone told, sold you, you know, a, a liver in a igloo cooler, and they're like, "Hey, here's a liver, five hundred dollars," and you'd be like, oh, "I don't, don't know where it came from." It's that's, legal. That's, not, that's not how it works. That isn't. It isn't illegal, but it is a gray market. Basically, what they do is they buy the codes in countries where the exchange rate is a lot, lot better. So that's what they do, and then they sell them on to the countries where the exchange rate isn't quite so good. So they may, and it comes as a Steam gift, so they sort of can sell them cheaper to you. Well, then you're and they're you're, still making you're guilty cash. of helping to manipulate foreign currency markets, and that's what they do. That's which basically is not what okay. they do. Well, yeah. it is what it is. I'm cheap, so whatever. <laughs> I am a bit like that. Sorry. Anyway, is there more news? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, no Man's Sky has finally got a release date. Oh, thank God. You know, everyone's... Uh, I don't know whether people are that excited about this game anymore. You are? <laughs> it's like, I, I kind of am. <laughs> oh, you I were? I don't know. I were. I was. I were. I were. That's terrible grammar. Uh, I was, but then... Yeah, they keep on going on about it, and then we finally get to know when it's it's June next year. Was Alan Wake uh, syndrome, isn't it? Yeah. It's just like, it's too long. They, they announced it too soon. They've been giving so much away, and then it's like, oh, you're going to get it, but not for another year, nearly. Um, Fraser, what do you think about this? I, um, my prediction is it is going to be a massive disappointment. This I don't think this game offers anything special whatsoever. I just feel like every time I watch a video or people salivating over this game, I feel like the Emperor's new clothes. It's like, what are you doing? There's just 70 billion planets, Fraser. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, wow. Don't you see mean, on the land, in the I sky. Did. Don't I you just, remember I how honest... awesome it was when Borderlands had 70 billion guns? I'm, I'm getting too cynical in my old age. I've been yeah, disappointed like... too many times. I... I just can't. I can't see I it. You're not excited and... about Proteus 2 either. And there's a little bit in me. This is the this is the bad thing. So like being cynical, I don't think is a bad thing. But the bad thing in me, and I realize I'm a bit of a bad person, is that I absolutely hope it's a pile of dog shit. I really do, just to prove myself right. <laughs> well, but see, that, because I, I see it. I said that. I'll say a word for that because I think that there's something to be said for having your suspicions confirmed in that way. Just because it's good to know that you can assess things on the horizon in an accurate way. That doesn't necessarily mean the schadenfreude of like, I want people to be miserable. 
but <laughs> I'm not saying that's that, a good that part thing. does sometimes come with it. So, so I mean, if it's fantastic as they say, great, all right. But I really don't see it. I'm not. I just don't I'm see it for this. I saw them salivating yeah. on on the Colbert Report, I think it was, or something like that. One of those programs. Oh, yeah. Where they were like, well, I'm going to name this planet Colbertville or something like that. And the crowd was chapped, clapping. And it was just like Oprah for grown ups. It's just crazy. Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I think the problem is uh, when, they, when they very first showed the very first trailer of this, it was that like, oh, look, this person's in the sea. Oh, then they got in the spaceship. Oh, my God, they're in the sky now. Oh, they're in the stars. Oh, they're in next to a planet. You know what I mean? And it was. It was, it was cool. The scale of the thing that you started. Yeah, as yeah, as a tech demo type. Look, you know, this is cool because it's completely seamless as well. Yeah. You know, there isn't any jumping to hyperspace or waiting for stuff to happen or loading screens. It, you know, he literally got in his spaceship and then the next thing is in, you know, is in See, space. But I remember when that happened, and my first thought was, okay, that's impressive, but is there a game to go with it? And the yeah. sense I get is no. Yeah, that's. And thing. I think that's the problem. And at the moment, every time I see them demoing this thing, it's almost like, look, we, you, you can do this, and the, there is this. You know what I mean? Like, they're trying to justify that there is some game to go with the cool tech that they've built. Of course, but let's let's remember that if they're going to make a game with 17 billion planets, it's going to be procedurally generated, and really what you're going to have is basically five planets with various combinations of monsters and, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I'm not totally gonna say it's gonna be a pile of dog shit, but <laughs> <laughs> but, I, but I'm gonna, gonna buy it day one. No, I probably won't, and I'm I'm definitely I might probably be able to get not, it for three quid on the. On the uh, yeah. I'm definitely not gonna pre-order it anyway. I don't think. Oh man. I, I I think I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and see what happens. You know, and oh. if if it starts getting positive reviews and people are saying actually it is it is pretty cool. You see, the the problem for me is. I mean, you, you're quite happy chopping bits of wood. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're quite happy standing there for like four hours inside a video game chopping virtual wood. Yeah. Whereas me personally, I want some sort of story. I want, I want yeah, a sort of story to link everything. And you have a deep story like we found in... Yeah, but that, yeah, but, but right, Ooh, that doesn't matter. That was low. That, that doesn't matter. Because Proteus only takes about 45 minutes to an hour to finish. Actually, no, it takes about 20 seconds to go, this is shit, turn it off. <laughs> so it's not like a big time investment. It's more of like a little experience. Well, and Dear Esther, well, as much as you hated it, I like the crypticness of the story. I like that. Yeah, well, you could just pretend, pretend like that's here. Here, hey, I'll tell you what. Here, just put on No Man's Sky, and then I'll provide the story. I'm wandering around this desert of a galaxy trying to figure out what happened to all these people and in the meantime my spaceship needs to go into the grass what is grass anyway thousands of <laughs> blades of nothingness cursed into my soul with this oh i'm going to another planet now see it's the same yeah. thing there you go dollars. i should do dear esther style commentary tracks for every video game and then it doesn't matter what game you're playing it'll be an interactive cryptic experience where you're just left to ponder the mysteries of existence you know, it could go either way. I'm going to bring your chocolate and your peanut butter together here because the thing about Rust, <laughs> and I played a lot of Rust with you. Oh, yeah. Was, I mean, there is just that. I never put points in Rust where I would just sit on my top of my balcony and just spend hours just watching things going on around me. Yeah. Like people, you know, or nothing happening at all. Just the <laughs> sit on your balcony. No, seriously. It was Look, I mean, you, right? This is, uh, right no, no offense, but, right? But hear me, out, hear me out. 
Hear me out. This is the, but the thing about I'm Rust listening, is I'm listening. we wrote the stories in Rust. Yep. And that was what was amazing about it, was that we wrote some of the most amazing stories playing Rust. And I will remember them till the day I die, some of the experiences I had. Now, if No Man's Sky can I do shoot that. With a rock, we shoot him in the head. That's not a really amazing story to be. <laughs> no, but I mean, yeah, even look. like I remember with fond memories going out on one of our missions where Duke was like, I'm going to kill someone. <laughs> we haven't done it yet. He's going to we took went out That's with Scotsman first deciding to be homicidal. Yeah, I know. And it was a really sort of weird sort of it was, I you know, bad. I was ethical choices bad. moment where we all sort of, you know, yeah, it was really weird. I mean, so if No Man's Sky can maybe create an experience where you're writing your own. Nope, it won't. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> and it's not, and and the other issue is it's not. It isn't multiplayer in the traditional sense of a multiplayer game, is it? See, that's because the you, thing, it's missing a trick because Starbound, you know, is like a two D version of this, and you know, Starbound is multiplayer, and a lot of people have a lot of fun with it. So if they made this multiplayer, they might be able to cash in in a way, but I don't think they are, and I don't think they will. No, I think from what I can gather, you're, you're all in kind of the same universe. But you're never going to meet each other, so you kind of all in. And then, I don't know. I don't. I, you know, I'm assuming they'd sort of put you in your put you in your own little quadrant of this That's game. I don't know. Teleport, so you can build a base yeah. or something. I don't know how it works. I mean, I know they've said that you're unlikely to come across planets that other people have named and all that sort of stuff, but you are in the same world somehow or other. So I don't know. So they say. I mean, and that's the trouble. It's all been very vague, hasn't it, really? Yeah. You know, they keep on showing stuff, but... Uh. So there you go. That is getting released next year, so we can get excited nearer the time, I guess. Mm. But not at the moment. You can. I know, yeah, I can. Um, yes, I, I, Xbox One backwards compatibility is now dated for November. Oh, snap! Okay. So, yeah, so you're going to be... Uh, you're going to be able to get some games off your old ones. Um, like what? The, 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 well, uh, Burnout Paradise, apparently. Really? <laughs> yeah. All right. Burnout yeah. Paradise. Uh, Mass Effect and, get this, Viva Piñata. Oh, snap. <laughs> wow, what's, up? what's the matter? <laughs> Nothing. Not. <laughs> and, and Battle Block Theater. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. See, that's the thing. Look, backwards compatibility should just be a thing, and it's like, here, now any game you have, it works. But if they're trying to be like, look at what games you can play now. You can play Viva Piñata. Nobody's going to care. I thought that already was backwards compatible with Rare Replay. I don't know. I mean, gives a shit. These, I mean, these are the games. Right, you can go. There is a website where you can go, Xbox Feedback site, and you can vote on what games you'd like them to make backwards compatible. Well, they did that. They followed that, and they released Shadow Complex. I think it was one of the first ones that came out, which is loads, which was high on people's lists. So they did listen, and that's good. It is good. The top one. So any guesses what's got the most votes to be backwards compatible? Shadow of the uh, Call of Duty. No, that's two. That's the the second highest number of votes. Halo uh, three. No, no. Uh, Gears of War. No, we love. Right, I'll tell you it right. We love this game, Duke. Okay, he loved it. Section eight. No, you love that. I didn't love that. <laughs> well, I don't tell me. You certainly didn't. We we. This is one of our favorite games ever. Tell made. me. Wah, 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 tell wah. me. 
Oh, Red Dead Redemption. Oh, yeah. Well, that makes sense. That's had 54,000 votes. Um, closely followed by Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Ah. Or as, as on the uh, Eurogamer's website, uh, Call of Black Ops 2. Ah. There you go. Uh, and then that was followed by Skyrim, Halo Reach, and Modern Warfare 2. Yes. So there you go. So that's. But whether any of these will ever get made. See, if, I, it, if they made you know, Skyrim backwards compatible on the Xbox One, I might buy an Xbox One so that I could buy Skyrim for it. Well, you wouldn't be getting Skyrim for that, would you? would just be getting <laughs> yeah. the original. Well, Skyrim. I'd buy a new copy of it for the Xbox One. You are Play crazy. Play it on a different console. You are crazy. But let me ask you this, Duke, though. You know, obviously, I know you've at the moment no intention of buying a, you know, a, a current gen console. Definitely not. Uh, but would they, would this? No. Nope. You know, if, if they if they had loads of backwards compatible games, would this sort of sway? You know. Probably not, because I haven't played my Xbox 360. I I went downstairs to ride the bike recently, uh, yesterday I guess, and I realized that I hadn't turned it on in months. Like there was literally like a layer of dust on my controller. And I was like, I'll bet my Xbox Gold membership is about is already expired like weeks ago. And then I, I started up and it goes, your Xbox Gold's going to expire in two days. I was like, wow, what are the odds that I would turn it on and two days later my Xbox Gold would expire? So the question is, am I going to re, you know, pay for another six months? Which I might because, you know, it's wintertime. I'm not likely to ride my bike outside. So if I'm going to ride my bike, maybe I want to play Black Ops while I'm doing it. Yeah, maybe. Is it worth, though, a gold a gold subscription just for that? Uh, it might be more likely to get me to play, to ride my bike. Because right now, you know, maybe I could watch The Simpsons or something, which is fine. But it may not be as enticing as, you know, blowing off some steam with video games while I play or while I ride. We'll see. There you go. Stay tuned, we'll listeners. I'll let you know next time. Stay tuned, people. Um, here's a quick one for you, Duke. This you'll like this one. Like this. Um, her story uh, wins Indicate 2015 Grand Jury Award. Yay! That's good news because that's a good game. It's a very good game. Now you see that is not a game in the strict sense of the word game, is it? Well, that's true, but it pushed the envelope in a good way and it had a good story. Not like yes. Proteus or Dear. Uh, Dear Lord, Fester. Dear Fester. <laughs> yeah. um, you have you played this? Have you played this, Fraser? No, it's on my radar, but I haven't played it. Definitely worth. Yeah, it. you need to. It's very, very cool. It is very cool. If you want a proper cool story-driven game where you have to piece it together yourself and work out what the hell went on, then this is the game to do it. It's yeah, very, very. Ain't good. lying. It's a good game. No, I don't. Uh, I don't wish list. for crap games. Yeah, and it's not a lot of cash either. It's it's fairly reasonably priced as well, from what I can remember. It's not a lot of money, but it, it's it's certainly an interesting experience and yep. very well made. Very very well made. What was it? So, up yeah, so good on them. What was it up against? Um, I have no idea. Uh, just curious. Mm. I don't know whether did they not just announce winners? I don't know whether they have like not nominees. At the news story. You look at the news story. It doesn't say. Oh. It doesn't say. Uh, the visual uh, visual design award went to Memory of a Broken Dimension. I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? Nope. Uh, they also got the audio design award. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get this. Guess what got the game design award? What? Line Wobbler. What? <laughs> do you know the two? <laughs> do you know the two D game we played with the? Oh, you know the. God. 
That got the best game design award. I'm telling you, man, it's, it was brilliant. Internet magic. magic. Uh, <laughs> here we go. The 2015 award nominee games. Is this for like best in show or there's all these different titles? I don't know. I don't know. There's I'm just reading Walden? that. Um, there's a game called Watto. Walden. A first person yeah, sensation th- of the life of American philosopher Henry David Thoreau. Cool. I want to play this. Yeah. These are all indie games, though, aren't they? It's the Indie Game Awards. Um, <laughs> and then the... Uh, yeah, the others, I've never heard of any of these, apart from Lime Wobbler, which is great. Uh, Story World Designer Award went to Donut Country. Okay. <laughs> what is that? Donut Country. It's all sound like... Uh, Technology Award went to Fabulous Beasts. Impact what? Award went to Consentical. What? Uh, and the Interaction Award went to Tribal and Error. Never heard any of these. Rose Macbeth, is that, is that? No, that's just a person. Or is that a game? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, that's based okay. on Shakespeare thing. Where's Rose Macbeth? Oh, Rose that's a person. Never mind. So the last the last news story I'm going to cover this week before we move on to emails is regarding Overkill. Um, What's that? Now, uh, they make uh, Payday 2. So I made payday too, because right. I, I'm assuming you're aware of this, Duke. But there's been they've they've introduced microtransactions. Everybody hates it, and everybody hates what they've done. Yes. Uh, do you know Do you know how they work? The microtransactions, yeah, what they're actually pay for doing. Things and then it comes up on the thing. No, basically they're dropping uh, like safes into the game. Okay. But but the, the only way you can open them. Yeah, the only way you can get them, no, you have to buy special drills off the store. Which function like keys. Why Why would you quibble about that? It's a well, special it's drill. How is it different from a key? Well, you drill into it instead of unlocking it. I don't know. It's the same cracking key. Huh? Same thing as a key. <laughs> anyway, uh-huh. yes, they're mad about it. Right. Um. Anyway, apparently... When they first introduced Payday 2 and talked about it, they said they would never have, yes. never include microtransactions. Right. And then, obviously, they've been getting a lot of grief regarding that since then because he said, we'll never have them, and now they've added them. Um, and this is, I mean, this is what he had to say. The, the developer had said, uh, to make sure there was no confusion, we said that we did at the time. Uh, to make things absolutely clear, said Listo, if you asked me then, there would be no way we'd have added a system like we just did. That, that, I mean, that's not making people feel better about it, is it? Well, no. Um, and then he, he he first pointed blame at various media outlets, including Kotaku, uh, for sort of uninformed clickbait articles about things that matter a lot to a lot of people instead of doing some serious legwork to get their facts straight. What's well, the fact that they're disputing? I don't know, because it just seems like... He's just trying to obfuscate the fact that he didn't want to talk about the fact that they introduced the thing they said they never would. Exactly. Um, but anyway, this is, is revealed why they did it. Go why ahead. They did it. Let's hear it. Uh, it revealed uh, Overkill's team has grown in size since the game's release in 2013. It's tripled from 25 to 75 developers. Yeah. Uh, as our ambition for Payday 2 post-launch has grown, we've hired more people to help us make that happen, he uh-huh. said. Uh, and he obviously pointed to Overkill's desire to keep supporting Payday 2 whilst having to earn money to actually pull that off. Uh, six months ago, the game's price was permanently reduced in an attempt to spur sales, but it just didn't work out. 
Uh, we didn't see the result we anticipated, he said, so we have to think of other ways to make sure we can continue to create content uh, in the pace we want in order to keep Payday 2 fresh and exciting. Um, uh, Overkill signed a contract with Publisher 505 Games to keep supporting Payday 2 through to 2017. Damn. So they're, they're con- contractually obligated to do this. Okay. So that's part of the issue, I guess. Here's the uh, look. Here, uh, here's what, go ahead. You want to finish? Then I can. Complete. I was going to say, but they, they were saying it's the dramatic increase in team size, uh, but they've got to pay those people, so they had to turn towards microtransactions. Okay, yeah, I, I, is, they I, don't have to though, do right, they? Right. I dispute the fact that the idea that this is the only way they could possibly pay all these people now working on the game, and but here's the thing from the other point of view. Look, because. Dota 2 has long had microtransactions in it. Team Fortress 2 has its hats. Are these the types of things that are going to be pay to win, or are they purely cosmetic? And if they're purely cosmetic, why are people complaining? What's the problem? No, apparently do they do boost your stats. So well, some of this stuff you can uh, is well, is stat boosted. Stupid. That this has nothing to do with well we had to pay people so this is our only choice. You could have done cosmetic things that people obviously are willing to buy, and then it wouldn't have made your fan base angry. But when you introduce pay to win, obviously it's going to make people mad because you're changing the nature of the game, and I hate them. Kind of, but you're only fighting against AI, aren't you? So you, you're fighting point, a team. Stuart, that has nothing to do with it. It's still pay to win. The point is that the rich kid gets to have an easier game now, and that's not the way these games should function, whether it's PvP or PvAI. It should not function like this. And yes, it would be worse if it was PvP, but it's still bad when it's PvAI. Yeah, I mean, he, he does have an argument against that. What's that? Because he... He basically said, uh, Payday 2 is a player versus environment game. Uh, you and your three friends play together against the AI. You lose together and you win together. Any advantage your friends have will only benefit the success of the group. Uh, making sure that the boosts are balanced in such a way that it doesn't impair on the player's experience. This is uh, an ongoing effort from our side. Except that it's not going to be because if three of your friends have that boost and then suddenly the game's not as much fun, they'll say, okay, we'll make the game harder. And then when you're playing without your friends who had the boost, suddenly the game's too hard. Look, Uh, these people want to make a lot of money, and you know what? That's their thing, and that's not how I view the world, but if that's what you're trying to do, just try to do that. Don't come around here and talk about, like, well, we had to do it, and blah, 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 we have all these new people, and we didn't have a choice, because that's nonsense. Yeah, see, my my take on it, which is sort of just carries on a little bit from Duke, is if their goal is to expand the Payday payday 2 universe and they need more capital to do that, then go out and get some capital. But don't come with your begging bowls to the user base who were not part of that funding and were told they wouldn't be part of that funding. You never told me I was going to have to fund your game, so why are you coming to me with a begging bowl now? If you have the intention... You want to you want to get more money from me? Give me more content, like you know, new missions and stuff. Don't come out with this microtransactions nonsense. Yeah, that's exactly right, and that's you know that should be done at a corporate level. Whoever it is you're paying the big bucks, let him go off to his me- his meetings and his meals with his investors and yeah, find right. someone who's going to put the money down and invest. 
like, look, here's this the thing. I was watching the uh, Social Network again, and God, that movie's awesome. And there's that scene it is a good where movie. his friend is talking. You know, Eduardo comes in. He's like, we need to start selling ads. And he goes, no, Facebook is cool, and if we start having pop-ups for Mountain Dew, it's not going to be cool anymore. We'll lose this thing we've created. And that's exactly what happened with Payday 2. The reason people loved it is because it had staying power and it had the ability to expand itself beyond just the game itself. And so they had this potential. They could have – imagine if they had – allowed for mods and user design levels and all that stuff and then but instead what they've done is they've driven their core away with this microtransaction nonsense and they've probably i don't know about irrevocably because you know this stuff is elastic and it might come back but you know they've alienated their essential user base and now they're gonna have to try to recover from that it's just stupid yeah they don't understand how these games function but here's the problem though because uh, his final words were, despite a lot of fury, anger, and disappointment, the microtransactions aren't going away. Uh, from an e- prob- oh, go ahead. Sorry. From an economical standpoint, however, uh, completely based on statistics, we can already see that the black market update is working as we intended, said Listo. Yeah, on a small scale, sure, you're going to have a big spike in income, but what's the long-term effect of that? If, you're, if you make $500 today, but then lose out on $2,000 over the next month because you don't have people coming back, that's a stupid payoff. And or trade off, I should say. And you know, look at how Dota did it. Look at how Team Fortress does it. Valve knows how to do this stuff right. Even uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive is another good example. And they've they they're doing actual content with Counter Strike, but it's not alienating people because if you don't want to buy the new round of maps, you just don't, and it's fine. But it doesn't change the basic nature of the game. These microtransactions are changing the basic nature of the game, and that's why people are pissed off. And I don't blame them. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's it's difficult to justify what they're doing, and I think it, it the, the biggest issue is like the, the the thing at the top of the article that you know when they when they originally released the game, they said there would never be microtransactions in the that, game. See, and uh, to be fair, like it, you know, in a case, in a certain instance, look, if they made a promise that they shouldn't have made, well, you know, that's tough for them, but that should, you know, if I say to my wife, like. Oh, I'm never gonna, you know, do cross stitch while I'm doing the podcast or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I can make some stupid promise. It would be dumb, but I made that promise. You know what I mean? And I can't go back on it. Now, she might say, "Well, you know, it's fine if you do cross stitch while you do the podcast." I don't know why she'd be opposed to that or whatever. I'm doing cross stitch, <laughs> but my point is that you know, game players look. If these were cosmetic, game players wouldn't care. Game players would be like, "Look, you said there wouldn't be microtransactions. I think these are dumb, but they're not going to change the nature of the game, so I'm not too bothered." But because they've made them the wrong kind of microtransactions, that's why people are mad. And the fact that they promised there never would be, well, that's, to be honest, for me, that's a take-it-or-leave-it type of thing. Yeah, no, it, it is true. But then it's, I think, it, like you said, the problem is, A, they said they were never going to do microtransactions. And when they did do them, they were crappy ones that nobody liked. Right. And I'm sorry, it's like almost like a double whammy, isn't it? And this is why game developers shouldn't promise too much, you know? I mean, you. Uh, this is true for every human on the planet. Don't promise things you can't, you know, don't... Deliver. Mouth right, yeah, don't let your mouth write checks your butt can't cash. And a lot of game developers think, oh, we'll never do X, we'll never do Y. Why promise that? Because people get in more trouble by breaking their word then they do saying well we're just going to try not to ever do this and then they have to do it and it's like well we're sorry but we tried our best 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, a, lot, you, a lot more you, respect for people who are like, well, I respect the fact that you didn't make some promise you couldn't deliver on. Yeah, you've got to keep your options open, man. Well, there's that. That's what I mean. got to do it. But yeah, it's right. We'll, we'll, we'll see how this develops. But, I mean, I've never played it. I played the original Payday. I've played um, Payday 2, and it is good. I mean, like, I didn't get into it the way some people did. I had a former student who graduated, and then he was like, let's play Payday 2. And I, we did. And, I, you know, it's hard. The first one was really hard. This one's a little less difficult. Um, but, it, I don't know, for whatever reason, it just wasn't my thing. But I can see why people got into it. And, you know, I got crazy into Dota 2 for a while. And I, I, didn't, I never bought stuff with cash. But I did sell some, you know, like, you know, those little trading cards on Steam. I, I did take some of those that I had amassed over time, and I sold some, and then I bought, you know, like a new cloak for my Drow Range or whatever. And I, again, I think that would have been a good way for them to get some revenue for this game with the cosmetic stuff. But nah. yeah, it is interesting how the uh, decide. But from their, their point of view, it's working, so they're happy at the moment. But the, but like you said, the house. How long that is for is anyone's guess. Uh, I did miss one news story, which I actually have put in the show notes. Sorry, Stu, can I just, uh, because I think you're you're, um, being remiss not to put the last sentence in, tell people what the last sentence says. Yeah, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Well, you say it, Fraser. Because it says the reaction to Listo, who's the guy from Overkill, the reaction to his comments, at least in the AMA at Reddit, were disastrous. Yeah, well. That's what happens, though. These people, they get overconfident and you think, well, you know, it doesn't matter because we're getting no, the money I don't in. They think that. I think they think, like, you know, they sent some person into the, you know, you go into a Reddit AMA about this, you're hoping to do damage control, but Reddit generally doesn't play that. And they usually have made up their mind when they go into that sort of thing. There has been, I saw Gabe do an AMA at one point about something, and people were like, okay, I'm willing to listen to what he has to say because he's Gabe. But for the most part, you're not going to change anybody's mind on those things. So. Yeah, so it, kind of, it could have got a whole lot worse. It could have. But I just think, you know, he did what he needed to do, which was damage control, which means you're not going to change anyone's mind, but at least you're not hiding from the audience, which would have been even worse. Yeah, apparently he did sort of answer loads of questions and stuff, didn't he? So yeah. got to give him his due. Um, yes, I, oh, I can't believe I missed the po- most important bit of news, especially for you, Duke. Oh, boy, tell me now. <laughs> hey, you can't wait for this. I thought you deleted uh, it. <laughs> David Cage has revealed his new game. But he fucking gives a shit. <laughs> <laughs> David Cage. Ugh. Uh, David. Uh, David oh. Cage. Uh, it's called Detroit. Ugh. What's it about? <laughs> I never played Chicago. Uh, Soul Lost Ellen Page, whatever. Yeah, he didn't miss too much there. Um, so basically, Detroit is about uh, a android that has human emotions. Who'd have known that one? That's it. That's, uh, that's, that's, that's what we know. So it's basically like, uh, there's been a really, it was actually a really, really good TV show in the UK called Humans. Okay. Uh, I don't know whether you've heard of this, but it's definitely if you if you get it over there or you can you know get around to watching it, it's very very good, really well made. Uh, I've never really liked any British TV shows. You liar. Um. So yeah, so have a look at humans. But this basically this is like humans, the video game. Watch the show, and then you'll probably oh, like. What the premise yeah. of the show is? Uh, the premise of the show is uh, it's about a. That is set in the UK and they're selling androids as like housemaids and stuff. So basically, androids as slaves to do all your washing and look after your kids and all that kind of jive. And 
they've got them like doing like being like trash collectors you know they're called bin men in the uk right. you know doing all the menial tasks out that people don't generally want to do right uh but then one of them or some of them are developed that have human feelings but they have to kind of keep secrets and stuff ah so it's like that so mission in uh fallout 3 yeah just like that yeah whatever that may be you know the that thing in fallout 3 I don't know. It's a long time since I played that game. Oh, it's good. Anyway. So, yeah, so that's basically... But this looks almost identical to that. So it's sort of one of these androids has got human feelings that yeah. I shouldn't have. Beep, boop, I have feelings. Yeah. Like Bender. So we'll see. But, you know, look, as much as I appreciate what David Cage gets... No, his, he's horrible you know, and he's bad. It's not. It's not necessarily. Are you, are you playing this video? Can I just ask? Are you playing this video with women on it? It says sorry. It's it's for. I looked up sorry and it was like here's sorry. Ah, that's you that's playing sorry. Justin Bieber. Yes, because it said sorry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And now I'm playing I'm various why, things from Bender. I'm thinking why some woman's boobs jiggling in my face while I'm trying to do the show? What the hell's going on? <laughs> Don't question it. <laughs> no, yeah, what the hell's happening? Um. <laughs> So, yeah, so, I don't know. What do you think, Jude? Come on, you love this guy. What do you reckon? I hate this man. He ought to die. I'm just kidding. He should. He said hello to you. He did a recording and said hello to you and everything. So what? Like, that means I can't criticize him ever? Jeez. That's a pretty low bar. Well, he said hello he was... to me once, therefore he's good at games. He was nice to you. No. He's bad <laughs> at making video games. I don't like him. He's a bad person. He's not a bad person, but... You know, he takes himself too seriously, and he thinks he's that a, a minor innovation in his game style means that he's the next, you know, Leonardo da Vinci or whatever. He's not. No, I think the problem he's got is that he, he, in his head, he's deluded that he can write really good scripts, but in reality, he can't. Of course not. And I, and I think that's the issue. Yeah. He's, he's just delusional. Yeah. And, he's, and he's French, which doesn't help because he smells of garlic and eats snails. Problem being French, there's a lot of great French storytellers, but he's not one of them. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, no, he's, he's. And I like the French. J'aime beaucoup les Françaises. Is that very good? Uh, but, it, I mean, graphically, it looks cool. Yeah. I mean, it's a nice, it's a nice looking game, which they always are. So, just <laughs> the order. <laughs> yeah, true. Zing. You're absolutely right. There you go. Uh, right. Well, we have got one email, so we'll do that, and then we'll get the hell out of here. Oh yeah. Why not? Let's oh, yeah. do that. Uh yeah. Stalin while I pull up the sound clip. Oh, email. Whoa, that ruled. Okay, this is a pretty. I've got to say. This is a pretty heavy email Ooh, we're about to heavy. read out here. Is it like heavy rain? Heavy, man. It's heavy. It's heavy. heavier than heavy rain. Oh, heavy. Uh, anyway, it is entitled The Trial of the Veteran Gamers, uh, Witness for the Persecution. Witness the fitness. If I weren't to uh, court, is, court is in session. That's a gavel. For the trial of the veteran gamers, otherwise known as Shu, the northern one, Chinny, the Midlands one, and Duke, the American the one. American! You want the truth, but can you handle the truth? I can't handle the truth. Dear yes. podcast, dear podcast listeners, 
Uh, let me be clear, this is not a trial governed by statute law uh, where the defendants might end up being detained at Her Majesty's pleasure or, in Duke's case, Guantanamo Bay. Oh, snap. But after 302 shows, uh, this is a trial by all the listeners of Veteran Gamers Podcast who must decide if the show and its presenters are guilty of podcast what? fatigue. What? No. In other words, has the show become predictable? Do the presenters sound blasé, bored, bewildered? And can you honestly say that you were glad that you tuned in and were at least moderately entertained? Oh, that makes me sad. I'm sorry if people feel like they're not. This should be considered a test case for all podcasters who should ask themselves if they can do anything to make their show more original, more relevant, or even more fun. We can do to make things better, but we're not going to do that, are we? So, so Bob. Yeah, so called Bob. Uh, Whatever this is considered to be these days, you say it all sounds the same. Let's push things forward. Some listeners and presenters uh, might say that this is a podcast, a very familiarity that keeps people coming back time and again. Uh, I don't some people might coming say, back. I wouldn't listen to this shit. No, I wouldn't. Uh, some people might say otherwise. Number one, uh, regular emailers to the show are inclined to send emails that are too long and rambling and are guilty of using poorly worded puns for the titles of the said emails. I'm not going to argue with that. So these are seven deadly signs, apparently. So these are these are sends us emails, period. And number two, Chinny and Ju will always berate Stu for enjoying a game that is new, shiny, or a bit different from standard video game for commonly referred to as was weird and shit. (laughs) Uh, Number three, new or different? Come on, get it together, emailer. (laughs) Number three, he did he did say commonly referred to as a was game. Yeah, he did say that. Uh, Number three, Stu will always have a story to tell, regardless of whether Chinny and Ju want to hear it. Or regardless of what anyone right. wants to hear, whether it's an interesting story. Yes, yeah, tough look, man. That's the way it is. So called Bob. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> number four, uh, email adjacent Gulliher's surname will always be pronounced in an exaggerated fashion. Oh, I, I, sorry, I'll need to do that again now, don't I? Email adjacent oh. uh, surname <laughs> <laughs> will always be pronounced in an exaggerated fashion. And his emails will always contain some reference to a bodily function or bodily oh. excretions. It's true. It's true. Yeah, it's Do you know what? We can't argue with this stuff. It's true. Uh, number five, Ginny will always find an excuse to mention his game, Halo Wars, and playing it with his best gaming buddy, Marsh. Yeah, it's yeah, true. It's true. Can't argue. Uh, Duke will feel free to interrupt any part of the show with a sound effect or somehow link any subject to Skyrim or the playing of Skyrim. <laughs> Or and finally, is in that case. <laughs> and then finally, number seven, uh, Stu will listen to what Chinny or Duke have to say, and even if they say uh, what they say is important, we'll nearly always disregard or forget it later in the show. Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't disagree. Or in this case, Fraser. Yeah, Fraser. What did you say, Fraser? <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> you disagree. Uh, uh, you don't know what you've got until it's gone. Get involved. So, podcast listener, if you've heard the evidence, uh, but what is your verdict? Should the Veteran Gamers podcast change or stay the same? Should you no, other favourite podcasts what, change? Is this on the table? Oh, it's not. Or stay the same. If you want them to change, let them know. It's if you think they change. can do things There's better. There's no point in you letting us know. Let them know. <laughs> if you <laughs> think they are doing things poorly, let them know. <laughs> anyway, for now, I'm sending the Veteran Gamers to click on the attached musical link and to serve a term of no less than 100 seconds of the hard getting down to who got the funk by the streets. All right, here uh, this must... on this email music link. Yeah, go on. 
Just clicking sounds now. Uh, court is adjourned by order of Judge Diesel Saint. So thank you. Uh, well, thanks very much for that, Judge. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. Very kind of you. Play at the end there with your name. I know. Yeah. yeah now I we know see, you wait. don't like the format, and now we know you wanted something changed. Guess what? It ain't happening. We're gonna do things yeah. exactly like we always did. Chinny will do the video stream. Oh wait. Damn it. Oh wait. Damn it. Yeah. Uh, Chinny will always be here every week. Oh you know, snap. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll just have Fraser in permanently, and then we yeah, say, we just "Chinny, do that, suckle bub, yeah, suckle bub." People probably um, better anyway. No, look, it's fine. Look, it's fine. We don't, we don't mind. I don't but not changing. Well, <laughs> I need things to be stable. Yeah, we don't want change. We hate change. Yeah, really. Um, yeah, really. No, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Well, thank you, Derek, as always, as always. Yeah, Actually, you sent some good emails last few weeks, you know, because stuff is in. So, so what what do you think, Fraser? I mean, you've been podcasting for a while, not necessarily with us, but, you know, on the Game Punches and on the Overseas Connection. What do you think? What do you think of this email? What do you think? Uh, I think, it's, you know, it, first, I think the main thing to take from that is, like, if you're, whether you're happy with it or not, is write Flatter. in and talk to people. There's nothing like we all do these podcasts. And none of us are paid for it. We do it and it takes time and we, you know, rearrange things to make sure that we're able to record them. And it's tough to get something out every week. Gosh, Just the feedback right is good. A little bit of feedback is good. You know, don't uh, you can try and steer the ship if you want. I mean, at the end of the day, we're all big enough and ugly oh. enough that we'll tell you to get stuffed. Uh, <laughs> you know, but uh I don't. We don't know, generally on game punches. We don't have many complaints, and if somebody gives us an idea, if we want to run with it, we will, and if we don't, we won't. Yeah, that's There's pretty much spoiler, it. People, we're not going to run with anything you send to us. <laughs> you want complaints? <laughs> send them to Game Punchers. <laughs> or the overseas connection. Please, we don't care. We just need some mail. That's you know, anything. <laughs> See, that's the thing. We're lucky we have anybody writing into us. See, and I don't get because some podcasts, like I'll, I'll email or I'll text people, and they'll be like, or they won't even respond. They won't even indicate that they got it. And I'll be like, damn, y'all got that many people writing in? You're like, oh, I can't be bothered. I'm not going to even respond to this. I, I tell you, I've done that. I've emailed a couple of podcasts that I listened to and had nothing back, and I found it really odd and off-putting. And is put my nose out of joint a little bit. I mean, don't get me wrong. Look, if I were to write into, you know, like IGN, I'm not expecting them to be like, oh, thanks for writing. But you know, Fred's video game podcast or, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, podcast about philosophy or something. I'm like, damn, you could acknowledge my existence. I know you don't have that many listeners. I'm closing. There you go. I've told them. Yeah. It's all uh, out now. Yeah. So, so called bulb, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> it's from the uh, my so. brother, my brother and me. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I don't like that film much. It's a podcast. God, what is wrong with you? Oh, no. What's that, what's that film that sound? There's a film with a name like that, isn't there? I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know. There's a film with... I don't know. I just figured I just said anything. Cakes. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh, brother, we're out, though. Hey, oh, that was awesome. awesome. Shut up. I don't like that film. Oh, that's because you're <laughs> stupid. There you go. I'm not stupid. That's not very nice. Well, don't diss my favorite movie, then. It's not my favorite movie, but it's a good movie. I was, that was not your favorite movie, a liar. Wrong, though. It's a good movie. 
Nah, well, done here. Is there anything else for us to do? To do shout-outs? Uh, just, just the shout-outs, shout really. Shout-out. Hey! So there you go. Um, I'm going to start off because I'm going to shout out Fraser for very kindly stepping in because she's a lazy bastard. Yeah, really. <laughs> but it's absolutely my pleasure, Stu. You know what? I didn't say I meant to say this at the start, right? But I can't believe after how long I've been listening to you that I actually got to sit, sit on a podcast for the whole time, right? And those times when I've heard other guests on your podcast and I've gone, who the hell is this loser and switched off and missed skip that episode? think that people are going to be doing that for me it's amazing no they're not they're going to be like this guy's awesome i love him hey baby i hear the blues are calling toss salads and scratch (laughs) (laughs) you know i was about to say what the bloody hell is that then i realized (laughs) oh god look his name's not even spelled that way it's not even spelled like it's funny if i pretend like i don't realize it (laughs) <laughs> I just like that's so anyway <laughs> see aren't you glad that i can do the video and the audio stream <laughs> so so glad so glad um, oh my god so that'll that'll be said so yes thank you to you uh thanks to derek as always because you know regardless we 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 love derek anyway so you know keep keep the emails coming we don't we don't care if you want to put us on trial that's absolutely fine yeah uh, but just just suffice to say it's not a real court of law and you really have no jurisdiction yeah and just thought I mentioned that. Um, but yeah, no, but thank you for keeping keep them on coming. And, and obviously, thank you for all the people who put up with our rambling crap every week. Yeah. You know, I should mention that. I should mention that. And uh, a shout out to Ginny and his new ass, a lazy bastard. Yeah. There you go. There you go. By the way, you, you may have noticed, Fraser, when someone doesn't turn up to the show, we tend to give him some grief. Oh, yeah, you know, that's fair enough. We'll be talking about you next week, Fraser. We will. That's we will. Fine. That's fine. Maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. I got you pegged. What a dumb thing. <laughs> That's the dumbest theme song ever. Hop salad and scrambled eggs. So, uh, Fraser, anyway, over to you. Some shout-outs from yourself. Uh, well, I'll give you guys a shout-out. It's pl- absolute pleasure to be on the show with you. Thanks very much for considering me and asking me and letting me say yes. Uh, I'm gonna, but I am gonna have to give a shout out to my daughter whose birthday it is today. We are Yay. as soon as I finish this, turn off this microphone, we're off out for dinner. So she's been you know, happy birthday to my daughter. Oh, where are you going? Anywhere nice? Where you uh, we go to a, a restaurant called Montana's, which is sort of like an outdoorsy theme sort of thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm so sorry for Duke interrupting while he talks, but that's just what he does. That's oh, I just know. What he does. I'm more than aware of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we'll get out to this uh, restaurant. They'll they'll come out, sing "Happy Birthday," and uh, throw some moose antlers on her or something like that. And that'll be great. So brilliant. So thanks, guys. <laughs> Don't forget to plug your shows, man. Plug the show. Oh yeah, come and have a listen to Game Punchers. Gamepunchers dot com. There you go. Got a plug, man. And Juki, over to you, Juki Duke Duke Duke. Uh, what? From hmm? what? Well, shout out, you numpty. Oh yeah. <laughs> 
I will <laughs> shout out Colin FTW for sending me the Simpsons did it thing. SLH sent me a very nice tweet about hope you get better soon. Head colds are the pits. They sure are. Thank you, SLH. And Jason Gallagher had a thing about Seattle companies with a $70,000 minimum wage, which was good. And Gary Lever sent me an invite for ARC, even though I don't have that game installed anymore. And he recommended I play Life is Strange. But to be honest, after Undertale, I'm not sure if I'm going to take his recommendations. Just kidding. I will play Life is Strange someday. But, you know, Fallout 4 is coming, (laughs) so it ain't happening anytime soon. And Eric Rasmussen. I don't know. He recommended me, I guess, for something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, also thanks to Frazier because he's awesome, and I really like having him on the show. And shout out to Stu because uh, he keeps things moving, and we wouldn't probably do a podcast if it weren't for Stu because God it's probably true. get it together. Yeah, it's probably true. <laughs> and, Ginny, and Ginny definitely can't because yeah. he's just a lazy bastard. Yeah, huh? <laughs> That's going to be his new nickname from me. No, he's not. He's not actually. No, I, I should take that back. Fuck yourself. I, I take it back. I take it back. I, I, what I actually meant to say was he's a lazy twat. This is the part of the show where I just start clicking things randomly. Technically, I'm homeless. There you go. Um, but that really is it, and hopefully Chini will be. No, no offense to you, Fraser, and I mean this in nice possible, but hopefully Chini will be back next week. You never know. Hey, I, yeah, I miss him. I miss. I know. Him. Otherwise, we may be calling on you again. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, you may be secretly listening without us even knowing. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, he doesn't have to yep. sign in, do you? Yep. He don't have to sign in to listen. Uh, so he may be secretly listening to me berate him. But that's, that's great. All for. Exactly. Uh, and uh, anyway, we should be back next week. Well, what do you mean we should? We will be back next week. We'll be and back because you and I are like stalwarts. Exactly. I mean, Duke's been ill, for God's sake. I've made sure to got healthy just for this show. Yeah. He's had so watery eyes like and everything. Yeah, I need to teach the young people about the world. Yeah. He had discharges coming out of orifices in no, his body and stuff. not. None of that. If you like this podcast, I'll there is another site reason. you should check out, which is called VGHub.net. And on there, you find a bunch of links to other video game podcasts, Whoopsie! similar in vain to ours, but different in the way they're uh, delivered. Really? Some have all kinds of sound effects. Are for old people. Some talk about Too RPGs. Many, so Come on now. Some might say that. No, no one says yeah. that. Then, of course, you have links to you know great forums. The interesting thing about that so is... check it out, vghub.net. It is a great starting point for your podcast discovery. Are we done? I think we're done. Fraser, anything else you wanted to say? Nope. Thanks very much. There you go. That was it. Uh, Fraser, I've got to ask you something now. Go ahead. Got some serious, serious question going on here. Um, yeah, 
curling. What's that like then? Is that fun to play? It's great. So how did how did you get into it then? Have you? Uh, have I've, you oh, actually... I've always I've seen people or known people who've done it, and I sort of said that I'd wanted to try it. But um, I, it took me a while to get around to doing it. And then one of my neighbours, she did it. So she uh, she got me down to the club and I did an introduction to it. And I've just been right. playing it for about a year now. It's good. It's great. Really, it's way more to it than you ever expect. It's sh- For those who don't know, it's shuffleboard on ice. Yeah. And it's uh, like I went down yesterday to a clinic where they just disassembled everything that I've learned so far and built me back up from the ground up onto how to basically release rocks and stuff it's brutal like i ache all over today instead of running the broom this way on the ice you have to run the broom this way on the ice oh 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 duke stop it (laughs) 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 must admit people like scrubbing with the broom it's great it's really tactical there's a really good uh there's a really good video on youtube one of this guy does these science videos where he breaks things down and he does one on curling and that'll give you an idea of just just uh how much there is to it it's really cool there's a lot of science to it do you know no up until about i can't remember that was it two sort of winter olympics ago nobody in the uk had a, had a clue what curling was they're like what is this thing and then we had a team of british women who won a medal at curling and then everyone's like i love curling yeah, it all went crazy <laughs> i know it did yeah it's it really totally good crazy. i really enjoy it um but uh, yeah, you so know what? You have, you have um, special shoes. Yeah, you have, you, know, like yeah, have, shoes. you have shoes. So you have one shoe that grips and one shoe that has a removable gripper that has a Teflon sole. So then you use wow. that one when you're pushing off. That one slides on the ice so you can scoot along. And that's what I have on. for when Jesus tries to do the final <laughs> thing. I hope that he doesn't isn't able to grip me and throw me to hell because I have a Teflon sole. <laughs> <laughs> a little religious humor there for my Christian friends. So it's good. So how how good are you then? How good are you then? Are you good? I'm all right for a bit for a beginner. Like I'm not great at all, but for for having just started, I'm all right. I'm doing all right. So yeah. So are you in a team, or do you just sort of play for fun? I'm uh, I'm into well, I'm into what they call two draws. I do a men's social on a Monday night, which you get mixed up with teams, but you'll stay with the same team every sort of three weeks, and then you'll switch it up. But it doesn't matter what team you're on throughout the whole year. You're 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 keeping score of your wins and losses, and then you go into a playoffs at the end of the year. But there are there are competitive leagues, and I've tried to I tried to get into a competitive league this year, but there wasn't any space. So, yeah. but it's really went, popular here. Totally, there was they there was really. No space. I'm sorry. And then like, <laughs> yeah, there was really space for the right. Tell him there's no space. Yeah, <laughs> Come back when you learn how to hold the broom. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but no he's, he, he does look cool i must admit i mean oh, that looks kind of cool for some reason this was the thing that i picked up on in college and like i was just like curling's the most awesome thing ever i've never done it i've never actually seen it live but it just became my thing of like you know people eric's the curling guy and i'd be like oh curling's on the olympics yeah it's, so, it's, it's, it's suited me because i uh busted up my knee playing football so there's not really like I can can't do now. Is that a football kicking a football or football as in American football? No. Well, there's also football. Canadian football, so it's not yeah, just it's not us. Canadian football either. Uh, yeah, so yeah, it's uh, like proper football. So I wanted to do something that was like strategic, but still, you know, you can get as much you can you get a good workout at sweeping. Yeah. I know it sounds funny to people, but you do. And uh, so yeah, it's good and it's really tactical. 
it's and you know what? Everything. Look, yeah, because I play Go and I, you know, I play video games and I do cross stitch or whatever. Whatever you like, like just do that. And if people want to make fun of it, like tell them to suck old bub. Like it doesn't matter. Like it's just you know, it's your thing and it's cool. And I think that's awesome that you're into it. So yeah, there you good. go. There you go. I've I've recently been getting into photography, so I've been doing that a bit more. Nobody cares about that. That's just idiotic. <laughs> <laughs> but especially though, I'm I'm really loving taking night photos. Ooh. Oh yeah, you posted uh, like, some yeah, something the other day. So, yeah. yeah, I posted a few. I keep I keep post- every time I take some of that, I think it's kind of cool. I, we went to Chester, and I got a picture of recently. quite a good one of the bridge at Chester. Oh. Um, but it's on my personal Facebook page if you want to see it, Duke. But it's it's kind of cool. I'm getting better at it. It's, face, but you're like, I'll just use the veteran. Game. No, no, I have, a, I do, I have, a, I have a I'm personal. I'm friends with you. I don't think on Facebook for real. Oh no, you're not friends oh, with me. That's God. not very nice. Stampede to Facebook. Oh my God. So guys, um, I'm gonna have to run. I've got a table book. Yeah, no worries. No, oh, this is getting so, exciting. Where are you going? Come I back. <laughs> yeah, have fun. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you Carl. Thanks. Take have care. Fun, Thanks guys. everyone for listening. Thank you. Yep.